Hey everybody, Pat Buck here. We need your help. We just signed with Midroll and we're proud to be here. But we really need you this time. We're not just saying it. Here's what the deal is. In order to support our show, we'll need some help from great advertisers. And in order to find these great advertisers, we'll need to learn a little more about you, the people listening to this great show. So please go to podsurvey.com backslash big guy and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little better. That way we can show our advertisers just how great our listeners are. Even if you've taken a podcast listener survey before, this one is specific to our show. We need you to take it. Plus, once you've completed it, you can enter to win a $100 Amazon gift card, as well as, I don't know, maybe the big guy can give you some supplements. Maybe we can do a little raffle with that. I'm sure he loves that and loves the international shipping. Anyway, that's podsurvey.com slash big guy podsurvey.com slash b-i-g-g-u-y just do that fill out a little questionnaire help the show you want us to keep going let's start getting us some uh some a little moolah thanks for your help enjoy the show pet slap my ass it's time for conversation with the big guy pal <laughs> Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the Big Guy Ryback, and I'm sitting here with the one, Pat Buck. Happy to be here this week. As you heard, my name is Pat Buck, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll be uh, getting into some wrestling news shortly after we catch up for the week. We'll then be giving away a little bit of uh, Feed Me More Nutrition by doing the old reviews of the week. We'll have our fitness fitness segment. (laughs) We definitely are. We have our fitness segment, Tips from the Big Guy, followed up with our main event, which I believe is called, what is it called? Fake Shoot Real Fight? You want to expa- explain that? Uh, I've, so I ri- I've written this out um, for our main event. Fake fighting, shoot fight, but not fake fighting. Faker shooting is the main event tonight. <laughs> Faker shooting? Uh, hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> fake fighting, shoot fights, but not fake fighting. Faker shooting is uh, the main event tonight. You got to explain that. So what, what's going to go on in the main we are gonna take we are gonna take pro wrestlers. I guess we, we we discussed a little bit how we were gonna do this. We can either just go name for name on uh who if we were gonna have just two guys in a pit going at it in real fights, who would we take from the pro wrestling world? And and I kind of went more with today's world of just to what's relevant today even though I did throw one name from the past in there. But I also, I said it might be more fun if we go name for name as far as you give a name and I got to come up with a name of on my list who I think would, could win. Okay. And it kind of, that, that seems a little more fun, like in creating matchups that way. And then maybe we could put our list up at the end, you know, on, on social media this week and let the, let the fans decide who has the better fake fighting, shoot fighting list. So we go like our top six, maybe we go... Fight for fight, we pick our team. We can't pick the same people, and nope. we let we let the the listeners decide who has the better fake shooters, right? Fake real shooters, <laughs> fake fighting, shoot fights, but not fake fighting, fake or shooting. And obviously, the only protocol is that they have to be a pro wrestler or have been in pro wrestling. That's really it, right? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. My, you, I, I again, there's no rules on this. 
It's uh, so you could go with names from the past. I got my eight. They're more. It's more of today's crop of guys. And uh, that's good. I went with the old school. I kind of went old. So. Oh boy. Okay. I still. I'm still very confident in this list because I kept a one common denominator throughout most of it. So, it's uh, should fare well for the big guy, hopefully, or not. Well, before we get into our wrestling news, which I'm really excited about because I have so much research that I did all myself. Well, actually, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, thank you to Mike Malero, Malero, excuse me, and Gary Henderson for being our top of the line reporters for Conversation with the Big Guy, who have now given us notes that we can actually have a better show because we have stuff in front of us to talk about that's relevant and current. So I'm excited for that. You have sent out, you've sent out guys to do the dirty work. I like it, Pat. It's uh, I do my notes every week, but the wrestling stuff is always a, like. I'm glad. I always want you to do the wrestling part of it because uh, that that saves me time. I go. Uh, I'm just happy. This makes me very happy. Yes. So welcome aboard to to those two, and uh, we will keep that going. So what's going on for this week? You know, we had we had the the shows last week. We addressed it on the live show, but what's up, man? No, I love that live show. I was uh I was happy with that. I, I that was a good time. I I the only thing that kept popping in my head, I. And I think this is worth mentioning is while we were walking in, um, I said to you that there's a lot of demolition fans here today and you didn't quite understand what I understood what I meant at first. It took a while. And then you, and then you go, no, there's a drag convention right next door. And, uh, that, that made me laugh. And, uh, a lot of Basham brother fans from their, their, their last run in WWE and and demolition fans. I thought the room was going to be packed with them, but it was, um, it wasn't the case. I wish it was packed. We had five people in the crowd. <laughs> well, it makes me feel good that everybody's podcast had it. Uh, the drag convention was a real hit. I feel like after I left, by the way, because you mentioned yep. you and Colt swung on by in my head. The only thing I could kept kept thinking is you guys had your backpacks. I felt like you had your outfits in there, and you guys did a <laughs> you guys did a total changeover. And then, when as soon as I got out of there, thank God the big guy's gone. Let's get all dressed up and head to this drag convention. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yes or no? That was the whole reason why we had the live show. Me and Colt just wanted to <laughs> get dressed in drag and it was... hold hands. Boom, boom, <laughs> Just, there's images online of you and Colt walking through this thing now. Oh, there definitely is. We were, we were having a great time. Oh, really? So basically, well, so, yeah. Yeah, explain this. So after we wrapped up, because, uh, you know, Sam podcast, Colt's podcast, our podcast, um, DragCon was downstairs at the Jacob Javits Center. 10,000 people came out to see this. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, it's the streets were crowded, man. Jam-packed, and Colt was like, hey, um, I have an extra pass for DragCon. I'm like, you do? I'm like, how'd you get that? So one of his buddies, and apparently it's a guy that goes to my show, and I've seen him on Twitter before, but I've never actually put a face to the Twitter handle. His, his Wizard? No, his Twitter handle is actually, oh. I swear to God, it's a gay mark is his oh, okay. Twitter handle. And he's friends with cool. Colt, and, and he was attending there, and he's like, he got us two press passes, which was awesome, and we just we went in. We and we it was like a it felt like a comic con, but everyone's just in drag and selling different stuff, and uh, we just so w- wait. There's people at tables like in drag selling gimmicks, selling gimmicks. Like most that was most of the people there. Other people had like wigs or makeup. They had a lot of like celebrity signings. Wait, why why the fuck didn't we double up on this and get me a table at this thing <laughs> for after the podcast? Just just the big guy Ryback at the drag con. 
tried to sell wrestling picks. Apparently, there's been talk of having a wrestling show at DragCon, which I've uh, I talked to a couple people. I was like, hey, let me know. I'll be more than happy to to wrestle here. It, it, it was a really it, it was very pro wrestling with the costumes and some of these drag queens man they're 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 tall they're big i felt small oh, <laughs> i saw a lot of six foot five people walking in heels outside i was like wow i was behind one of them as i was walking to go to my car at the garage the uh i this is like a real revelation for me i feel like this is this is eat like this is a layup as far as bookings go for these things just show up in gear as in the singlet and and like I feel like that would be a real attraction for DragCon. Yeah, that there was screaming, screaming, feed me more. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really understand. Uh, they, apparently, there's a whole okay because there's RuPaul's DragCon, who obviously everybody knows who RuPaul is, but she has like a uh, she or he, I don't know what to say. They have a show, and yeah. she her TV show actually gives like the rub or promotion to other drag queens. So it was interesting yeah. seeing like at different tables, people in drag, and like the line was out the door, like a meet and greet, like a regular Comic-Con convention. They made some money, man, and, and everyone was having a, having a good time, and we put, me, me and Cole partook. Just the big guy Ryback shows up in drag for the, for the, for the drag con, just at the booth, in the singlet, but with a wig on and some makeup. You'd be a horrible-looking drag queen, man. Oh, just... <laughs> That'd be ugly, fuck. Man, just promoting that heavily for for months in advance, just to, the the turnout, just to see what Ryback is doing now. <laughs> oh man, his this is bad. <laughs> uh, one thing I saw that I never saw before: they had a couple things for like stations for guys, and they were because a lot of them like were selling makeup for you know for guys, girls. Because because women can do drag too, which I didn't really know until I was there. Really? Yeah, and I think I think I don't think they dress like men. I think they. It's just all about the big pageantry and the costumes and the okay. over the top outfits. So there was a table for like guy stuff, and I look at it. I've never seen this before. So apparently they have underwear that can give you like an extra bulge. You ever see that before? No. <laughs> and they have t-shirts, like undershirts that have fake muscles on it. I've never seen this before in my life. So like if you're really skinny, and maybe this is a tip out there, there's if you're like very thin with like no muscle, they have undershirts that make, that look like real muscles, not like a stupid Halloween costume, oh, but like a little I hate this. A little bit of tricep, like a little bit of chest muscle. I, I thought it was cool. I don't know. It's like those the the gimmicks you see online for the for the heels that get two or three inches inside your shoes. I just say I have those. What happens? <laughs> I love how you are against you. You do everything I speak against of, uh, which explains our friendship perfectly. It's so that that if you you have these heels in your shoe to give you a few extra inches, you got this shirt on to give you some more muscles and this and that. Like, what happens if you finally get a woman or a guy or whatever way this is going, and you get them back to the room and you got to take everything off? Yeah, it's like. There, you have to deal with it at some point. But women do it to so us, I, too. With the bras, with the spanks, with everything. So uh, you've, yeah, never had, That's not, you've never had, a, you know, a night out with, with a future Mrs. Big Guy and she lets the, the spanks go. Or I've had it happen before with the, the disappointing bra removal. And you're kind of like, ah, what happened here? Yeah, yeah. No, no, that, that, I think that's happened to everybody. So now, now that you lay it out that way, I'm a little, you know... It, that definitely eases it a little bit, but still, 
I mean, I don't, I don't support that for anyone. It's just God. But I mean that, yeah, that is, it's that's like that's tricks for guys to get girls. Then they've been doing it to us for years. So it's a trick in wrestling would, too with the boots. Do you have any boot? Do you have lifts in your boots or no? No. Well, I got the like the the lifts on the outside, and they, I mean they're normal. I wouldn't say they're or normal or whatever. They're not. Because I've gotten them bigger before in the past, but you're so wobbly on them. Yep. As far that I learned, I was like, they're just whatever the standard boot is, or just barely past that. But uh, nothing. I can't. I remember you told me about the inside lifts years, many years ago, before I ever got called up. Sure. To WWE, and I tried wearing them inside. They sent you this big foam thing that go inside your boots, and I couldn't. They were so uncomfortable that. And I was like six foot six in them. And it was with my lifts on the outside and then that thing on the inside. It was, I was like, this is, it looks so awkward. I look like a, a thin, tall guy. <laughs> <laughs> I had that one I'd, time I'd rather, because ugh. I'm a shorter dude. And, uh, you know, I remember one time meeting, trying out, meeting Johnny Ace and he, and who was in charge at the time. And he's like, well, you know, you're not, you're not the right, you know, we're looking for guys six foot and up and I'm 5'10". He's like, I don't know, maybe get a lift in your boots. I was like, okay. So the next tryout, I had these fucking <laughs> yep. lifts in my boots that were, dude, they were, they were tall. And I wrestled in front of him. He's like, those are fucking, those are stupid. You look like Eddie fucking Munster. Like, take those roller skates. I look like the goon. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, it, he, uh, it's funny that that's kind of, and he probably forgot all about uh, telling you that. I, um, I've always liked John Laurinaitis, and like even though he was the one I dealt with during the ankle injury, and and we had it out and and on the phone during all that that period. But like I've always gotten along with him really well. He's uh he's always entertained me. But I remember him coming down to FCW, and I guess he always knew me from my other names. But I, I switched to Ryback when I got resigned down there, and we had a meeting one day. And he was just sitting down there calling me Rybach the whole time. Rybach. Uh, Rybach and like me and Trent and everyone were just like laughing. Like <laughs> everyone's like everyone knew it was Ryback, but Johnny. And he, I guess he thought I came back as Rybach, even though he resigned. He was the one that he was resigned. The one, yeah, me. he did it. Fuck. Yeah, as Ryback, and uh, that that's always something that's always uh, uh, Rybach. And like he said my name like five times in this meeting, <laughs> and I was like, damn it, Johnny. It, it was embarrassing though because. I was like, oh, he doesn't know my name. It's also right, a simple knows? fucking name. It's like <laughs> yeah, five, it's not, le- six letters. It's not, it's not fucking hard. <laughs> Funny side story. Uh, uh, you're going to be doing an India, wrestling in India, excuse me, in December. To where, to where I die. This is where it all ends. Yeah. Uh, the promoter setting it up, his name's Mark Beale. And the other day he, so let me, I haven't told you this yet. He wanted a promo. Sweet to promote the upcoming he doesn't have much info yet i don't even know if they have the city down but we know it's in india and we know it's called war of pride so yes. when we were together on sunday i was like right when you left i was like fuck i forgot the promo you said no big deal you recorded it you sent it to me i didn't i didn't tell you the the what was happening beforehand so this guy was like hey pat i desperately need this promo because yeah. we're having this huge press conference with like seven cable channels in 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 india um, at this at this this big press conference, big press release. I really need it by Monday, and I said no problem. I'll have it by Monday. He said Monday three p.m. I got the promo as soon as you send it to me, which is on Sunday. I forwarded it, so I'm like, okay, it's all done. Okay. Now I wake up in the middle of the night on Monday morning, and I look at my phone, and I have literally like maybe twenty five to thirty messages from this guy 
on oh, no. not through text through the WhatsApp, which is obviously through your phone. I don't know if you have WhatsApp, but it's through the phone. Yeah. So and he's he's basically begging me. He's going, Pat, you don't understand. I could lose my life right now. Like I need this promo. So apparently he didn't tell me. <laughs> Wait. Listen to this. So this yeah, this I've... this guy didn't tell me that he's leaving the country and that his phone's not going to work because he's in India. He just told me to send the promo. But he didn't tell me to send it through email. He didn't. He. I figured I'll text it to his phone because that's how I communicate yeah. with him. So this guy leaves his country, goes to India. His phone's not working, and he's the last message was a picture of the press conference. And there's tables everywhere. There's news cameras, and he's like, he's like, Pat, he goes, Pat. The the in an hour we have the press conference. Uh, you know, please, like, just just begging, pretty much. And I woke up to go pee in the middle of the night. I'm like, I sent it. I was like, dude, how was I supposed to know? And he goes, thank you. You just saved. I, I basically saved the country by, by, by sending your fucking promo to this guy for the press release. And he got it in time and he played it. Wow. Yeah. I I knew when you texted me because you asked me to, you were going to film it at the, at the after the, the, pod, the live podcast in New York. And then we left. And I went and got Buffalo Wild Wings and picked up some beer to watch the football game in my hotel room that night. And uh, and I realized I was like, you, you're. I could just tell like this was ur- like pretty urgent that they needed the promo. Yeah. So I just set up the phone and knocked it out real quick. But man, imagine if you didn't get this, wake up and get this guy this promo, <laughs> he'd be dead. <laughs> I'd be out of no. I was gonna say I'd be out of a booking. But, you know, <laughs> No, and he would be dead. But uh, luckily, that's not the case. I'm, I'm looking forward to going. I'm going over there actually a week before WWE goes over there. Really? Oh, that's my deal. We we had our new gimmick now is we find out internationally when WWE's doing a tour, uh, doing a tour, and we hit the town up a week earlier, <laughs> and it, people just hear Ryback, and then they know oh WWE's coming, and they get confused and come to my show rather than the WWE. That's so show. funny. Okay. <laughs> The uh, what else is going on this week? Anything else? Well, we had the shows, and I had a little bit of aftermath. Um, you know, uh, the shows went okay. I, I can be honest here that you know I said on the last it was my one hundredth show that I ever ran in my life, and it was it was the best show I ever ran in my life as far as match quality. Uh, Everyone put over the matches throughout the whole night. I, Eddie messaged me just top to bottom. Sturgio, everyone loved the card. Yeah. Every, everyone played their part. Time was good. The crowds, the, 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 the fans were great. A little short on the attendance. You know, I had about 700 people there, but, you know, I, I, I got a budget a little bit better. And it just is a learning, it's a learning process. I've, I've run 100 shows and I've lost yep. money on nine of them. I've made money on 91 of them. But it's just which is a pretty good ratio. Yeah, it is, and it's a little bummer when you go like, "Hey, this is gonna like." You look at the the crowd, and you're like, "Holy fuck, this is killing it!" But then my Rahway is my most expensive building. There's obviously talent costs. Wink, wink. There's a lot of stuff going on that I got up the billboard. There's all this stuff added to the equation, and yeah. you know, it wasn't a huge loss, but it was. It's one of those things where I got to look at it like, all right, this is a commercial for all the things that I do and I have all these events coming up. The only unfortunate thing was a, uh, did you see Casey break her nose? A girl broke her nose on the show. I did. I, and I saw that as I was getting ready and, uh, 
because I had a couple questions for you about the show sure. also. But we, we let's but let's go to the Casey that that was that was a horrific injury on the show. Yeah. So you know I'm training uh, a future Pat Buck girl. Her name's Casey, and uh, she's doing very well. Still learning. I, wrestling didn't come easy to her, but she's an athlete. She's trying. She's learning. Hey. Hey, from one to another, hang in there, Casey. <laughs> but day by day, ahead, she's, she's picking it up, and she's more and more established and having better matches now. But she's a valet in WrestlePro, and it was a tag match, and she's a valet, and the, she's, for the, she's with the heels, and they told me what the finish was going to be. So the finish was supposed to be uh, the valet, Casey, breaks up something, and some sort of argument goes down, and the babyface, she'll turn around, and the babyface's finisher, Habib, his, his finisher is Habib's knees, which is... Uh... <laughs> I love we can't even say that with a straight face. Habib's knees, it's the greatest move. Which that is, is, uh, legitimately. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's like Evan Bourne's knee press from the top rope. Now, they asked me, is this okay if she takes it? And I said, yeah. I was like, is she okay doing it? They said, yes. I, I said, okay, because she's still relatively new, and you have to look at the person, catch them, and, you know, it's relatively safe. I'm, I'm okay with it. What happened? The knees are supposed to be on the chest, though, correct? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it her job to get those knees on the chest and kind of hold them down on her, or no? Just so... I think you can time it with... I feel like it's kind of like a cross body in a way, where, like... You kind of go down, and if you go down a little you bit... You can help guide the knees into you, though, I feel like. Yeah. So, yeah. But what happened here is that instead of doing it relatively safe, where the, the baby face is on the top, Habib is on the top rope, and she turns around and catches him, they wanted it for some fucking dumb reason to be split-second timing so the fans don't see it coming, and, and she turns... What happened was he jumped first, and then she turns around and catches him. Oh, okay. Which is something that even I wouldn't do because yeah. you, I can't imagine facing away from someone on the top rope, doing a knee to the face move and turning around and having the time or placement to know where they're coming from to catch them. Like it's not that big of a deal if she just turned around and then he jumped. But literally, so he jumps first, then she turns around and her nose just exploded. Fucking exploded. And, uh, it, at first, it didn't look so bad after because it was straight, but her nose is shattered and she's going to need surgery. Really unfortunate. That is. Uh, what's the deal with the Like, what's the recovery time on that? Uh, I don't. We've been, you know, just reaching out to her daily, and and she's up and going, and the swelling's going down. But I, I think it's. I don't know if a nose shattered that there's different pieces that got to be reconstrued. I think they have to wait till the swelling goes down to get in there. Yep. But it's plastic surgery, though. Essentially, you got to go in to have your nose fixed completely. Yeah, it was and ugly. It, the septum, if the septum is deviated, they have to fix all that. Like that's, ooh, yeah. that's a, that's a tough deal to go through. I hope she's. Uh, that's. I bet you that's a, a four to six month deal. You think to so? Kind of to let that heal, and maybe maybe closer to four than six. Hopefully. But you got to give that. You look at the. I had that nose surgery with the deviated septum, mm -hmm. and you got to. It took. I, I believe that was like, even a few months after I had it done, my nose was still very sensitive. Mm. It takes. It takes a little because I'm talking about going back in full contact and like. Obviously, in wrestling, you can control, but it's. I think it. It takes like every month after three months. It just 
you're better off, like, the longer you could wait, the better before. Like, if you were going to go into a, an MMA fight, they would want you to wait a little bit. Yeah. You, you wouldn't want to go in it right because your nose is more sensitive to being rebroken again after all that. It takes, uh, she hopefully, and I, we can, you can tell her this too, that I always, everybody that breaks bones, I always tell that new chapter calcium, it's whole food calcium will help heal your bones in, in, in an incredible amount of time. Okay. It's uh, it's Whole Food Calcium by New Chapter. It's on Amazon where you can buy everything. But, um, man, that sucks. Yeah. I, I, I saw her there, and I was getting ready for my match with AR Fox, and I was just like, oh, that looks that looks really, really bad. Nose, nose injuries are always bad. Even mine, like, I don't know if you can hear this. I have to adjust my nose every day. I don't know if I've ever done this before. So if you listen. You have. Ready? It just cracks right back into place fucking terrible that was you've done that for me i forgot all about this that what is it what is cracking on that i don't know ever since it's gotten messed is that up, your bridge it's my bridge it's my I, I apparently i don't have a deviated septum enough for them to give surgery but my whole nose shifted when i had when i when i got hurt so oh that, can you crack that over and over again, or is that like uh, like three times occasionally? It's like a knuckle. It's like three times a day. I just I feel like a little bit of pressure, and I just push it into place, and then I'm good to go. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible, man. <laughs> I know. I've never seen that. I'm like watching. I you showed me that a long time ago, and I forgot all about it. Yeah, man. What did I? Uh, the uh, I I'm waiting. Fox actually uh, shot me a message on Messenger, and uh, was saying he was. I think his mom recorded the match. She was there for that. Yeah, that's last right. Night. She was there. And uh, I thought it was really cool because he, and I remember Trent told me this. He was a big fan of Ryback. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, like, and that everyone always thought. I actually went back and watched another match of his, and Kevin Owens was on commentary, kind of being a little derogatory and, and being Kevin Owens. Okay. How he always, you know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to tell about the entire thing. But I, man, I, I, I loved wrestling him. I, I wish I. It was guys I could wrestle him every week. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm hoping to get that up in soon. In shape, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's just but in shape and just knows what he's doing. And it just I thought it created a cool matchup. And uh, I whenever we can get Hornswoggle, who who is the most miserable human being on in, in <laughs> the ex, in the entire world, and rightfully so, he was being born the way he was. And I'm very sympathetic to the situation. He's and I love him to death. But he's also angry fucking at the entire world. He came running back with his little body to me as I was back in coming backstage. And he just came scurrying past. The, if you could just picture Hornswoggle like shuffling mm-hmm. really quickly <laughs> over towards me. And, and he goes, that ending was fucking perfect. And uh, that made me smile because he was, it's not every day you get a compliment from the little guy like that. So <laughs> I stored that one away. He he had a good time. He had a good outing too. He had a he had a blast. Like I said, the show was incredible. I I have no problem tooting horn on that one. That was can't wait to have another one. Might as well plug right here. So this was what Yeah. I was gonna I, I had two questions from the show, if you don't mind. I'm I'm very curious Bring on it. this. I love it when you have questions. So yeah. the the billboard. This was an experiment big time with the billboard. Yep. I was personally disappointed in that that we didn't get more with the with the billboard in the in the community mm-hmm. what would you is this something that you would chalk up to one and done or is it something you would venture out and do again 
Well, or does it depend? I have it. I have it under contract for the next couple of months. So I'm. Sw- I switched it out today, actually, and now I'm on the billboard. Okay. <laughs> me, me and me and DB, <laughs> me and DBS, you know. So the thing is, I don't know. Here, here's the thing that I I've never done, which just goes to show you. Like I, I think I'm a competent promoter, but there's things that I just don't get fucking done, and I don't think any promotion gets done. Or, you know, some may do this area better than I run. And, you know, they, they, like other promotions might have different things going on that they do better than me, but whatever. Okay. So every time there's new people there, you would think I could figure out a way to get the information on how they found out about the show, whether it be Facebook or, oh, I saw a sign up or I know somebody and I've never yep. fucking done it. So Lauren was asking people, a couple people, you know, how'd you find out about the show? And a lot of it was Facebook, but she didn't ask everybody. She doesn't have time to because she's the ticket lady and getting everyone yeah. moving. But I need to fucking do that. Like, I, I was unorganized in that because I don't know. You know, there could have been a is lot there, there. Because this just brought something. you bringing this up, actually. Because this is what, gro- like, Target and Walmarts, they get your email. And they're able to send you coupons based on your preferences, based on information you fill out when they get to know the customer. Sure. And this is all, is there any way that just to do a little simple sheet of paper or something where it's a little questionnaire about the show uh, where you hand it out as they come in, you give them and you're not going to get it back from everybody, obviously, but you're going to get a percentage of them back and it's going to cost you nothing to just do a little five, six, seven questions. How did you find out about the show? How would you rate the show? Blah. Would you come back to and like, and have them drop it off and have a little box set up and let them drop it off on their way out or at any time during the show. Is that an option, maybe? It is. I, th- I thought about that. Well, the, here's the good and the bad. So anyone that pre-ordered a ticket, which I really appreciate if you guys pre-order tickets, I have their email address. So anything that comes through PayPal, okay. I run a program called MailChimp, which I highly recommend to any promoters out there, because basically it makes a whole list of anyone that's ever bought anything from your PayPal. Yep. But that was only 200 people that pre-bought tickets. There was 700 people there. So it's like the other 500, I failed. And I need to do something like that. I think what I'm going to do, here's the problem too. And you, you saw this firsthand, was that people, my, and I use my guys, my wrestling students for things. But sometimes I realize they can't do everything. And they don't have the personalities to really embrace people. So what I mean by that is I need to hire probably outside attractive women to do this for me to have surveys yeah. so people embrace them. Oh, I'll do a survey and then they get paid at the end of the night. I pay them, you know, whatever, a hundred bucks or something to get all this information rather than what happened. This, this kind of happened at your gimmick table rather than pulling my students who are a lot of them, the newer guys who aren't on the show yet, they're new and they're in fucking fear and they're too scared to talk to anyone. So if I'm like, Hey, yeah. Hey, new guy, go talk to the fans and have them fill out a questionnaire. They're going to be like, uh, uh, I don't know what to do which was the same experience they had when I had them work your gimmick table this weekend. Yes, yes. And which may, um, may be one of the reasons why I probably lost at, <laughs> at this. <laughs> I was going to lead me by, to my next question also, based, but I was going to say, Phoenix Marie has messaged me, and she's still very high. She just went to dinner with uh, the UFC Hall of Famer, Stefan Bonner, who I'm friends with, and uh, she was mentioning the wrestling again. <laughs> And she goes, when are you, she would be perfect to just have handing out things at the shows. I could, we can get her for a low budget and, okay. uh, just, just to be personable and, and I'll, I'll, I'll work her over on this one. Look, Pat wants to meet you. You got to come out here. We got, we got a little assignment for you. We want to see how you do. And, uh, 
and we get we can we can finagle it in that way and see how it goes, and then that let, let her sell the big guy test booster at her own table <laughs> and uh, see. But so my next question is because I remember you've said this and I don't know how this works. Okay, is we've talked about this before with promotions that sometimes will bring in four or five six names to the shows. Mm-hmm. I felt on this one there was Bobby Lashley, Dreamer, Swoggle. Myself is that was that everybody or my missing? As far as TV exposure, yeah, that was that was it. TV exposure, Colt Cabana too, but but as far as like big time TV mm-hmm. exposure, the four like is that normally you've done that before though, right? Dude, I've done. You know, it, it's weird because from the, the past history, I've done shows. There was one show where I had Mick Foley, Bret Hart. Uh, like I had, <laughs> dude, I had. An insane amount. Nash. Uh, I've, I've, I've had, I had so many things, and I drew yeah. a huge crowd. Uh, it's and sometimes it's it, sometimes it has to do with the different business deals in in that I have in in packs. But like lately, I'm doing it all myself. So I, okay. I think I know what you're going to say, and it's actually the approach I need to take is I need to trim back. I thought with yeah. having, you know, I've been promoting this show roughly all summer, so I felt like. It was a substantial amount of time to, you know, take that little extra risk by having so many things on the card, which most yeah. most independents wouldn't have. Um, but I think the way to go is really like one person and everybody else. And, yeah, and a co- yeah. That that's what I was trying to think too. That to me, I feel like is that way you limit. That way, if, if yeah, I, I don't know one two tops never like because otherwise. I was trying to think of this too. I would like different ways, uh, but I don't know. It, I'm not. It's hard because you know what's make or break with you know, and a lot, we get a lot of wrestling questions about promotions and or people that want to run shows. The rents of a building sometimes is make or break. You know, there there's I I strongly believe I think it's an ideal thing when there's no rent for the building so they can keep concessions. But most places don't work that way. My building charges a hefty fee, an, really? an extraordinary fee. And they keep concessions. So it's just a double whammy for, and there's things like fire permits. And there's, you know, there's just all these different little nuances that add up. And then when you do the books, you're like, ah, fuck my life. I've, I've, I've lost, you know, and I'll say it. I lost 900 bucks on this show. Yeah. So, but it's, it's one of those things where I can fucking sip, sit and mope about her. I go, eh, fuck it on to the next one. And, uh, and, uh, let's, uh, let's see what happens. And just so I know, on the first show, because we did two shows this weekend, was that one a plus? That one was a plus. That one was okay. a, a big, a nice plus for Long Island, which you, that's, you know, a hell of a point you said there because Long Island is starving for wrestling. And yeah. my area. I had a great time out there. It was, I loved it. And it was great out there. But my area in New Jersey, which is very close to Manhattan, were spoiled. There's shows everywhere. There's fucking, yeah. anytime in New Jersey, there's at least. There's at least five wrestling shows on any weekend and my Jersey crowd is more picky and more entitled because there's so much going on here than it is out in Long Island when there's not, where there's not much wrestling. So that does work against me, but Friday night, uh, create a pro with you versus bear Bronson, which was really fun to watch as a trainer, uh, was a big success. I was going to say, uh, I noticed when I went back to my hotel room, uh, after, after Saturday's show, and uh, and was or no after the podcast Sunday. I apologize. I checked on Facebook real quick. I saw there was something with Bear. 
um, with his family. There were a bunch of photos because I remember when we were in the ring, mm-hmm. they were doing Bear was doing photos with people outside, like his family and friends all came out. Yeah, and like his mom and dad actually came into the ring and took a photo with me, mm-hmm. and uh, we're just really really happy. And uh, it was they were very very complimentary and very nice. It was great to meet them. And uh, I saw his mom had like written a Facebook thing mm. and like how proud she was of him um, and like how much it meant like and, uh, and like getting to wrestle me. And I was like sitting there like, that's pretty cool. I because I don't by any means feel like I'm uh, retired or, or like um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm very much I have the best part of my career still to come. OK. And uh, I, I just had to leave because of circumstances. And we've talked sure, about sure, this sure. and it is what it is and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, wow, uh, it was really, it was really cool. Like it meant for him getting in the ring with me, it was a big deal. And to me, I, I didn't like, it was cool. I was like, fuck, I'm, it, I'm on the opposite end of it now from growing up watching. You know what I mean? It was, I understood it. Yeah. And uh, it was, uh, it was really cool. And he was, uh, I had a good time and I'm very proud of him. And uh, because to me, it's just another match. Sure. And it, no, no, like, it's not. And I had a great time and he was, he was fucking awesome. But it was like, you look at how important of a moment that was for him. Yeah. And for him in his career, this is what he wants to do with the rest of his life. And he wants to like, oh, I wrestled with a WWE guy who's still going like, you know what I mean? He's like, like 20, he, he's he, probably, I don't know if he's like 23 or 24. I'm not sure. Like yeah. young guy. I think he's been training with me two years, maybe, maybe three. Uh, yeah. I, I don't really remember. Not a long time at all. And, and like he, I wanted him known he'd only been training two or three years. Like, and he went out there and he told me in the back, like, you know, I might be able to, I can give you like 10 to 12 minutes and be totally fine. And, and we ended up doing 16 bell to bell and he was completely fine. Yeah. He could have done, he could have done 20. Sure. And I was like, whoa. Like that was uh, I was happy for him because he because uh, we we went at each other pretty hard and I was like man that's cool I felt it was I was really that was uh, I was sitting in my room having some beers I was like fuck that's pretty cool it is to like everybody can sit there and say you can look at the photos and like oh you go from wrestling in WWE to wrestling independent shows but like there's a lot of cool things that happen with this like sure and being part of people's lives like like that's something that can he could hopefully use to for momentum to and and give confidence to him. And and for the rest of his career, and uh, it was cool. I'm very thankful for it. So very awesome. I'm excited for the next bunch of shows I have coming up. And with that being said, you want to get some plugs? Absolutely. Is it my turn for song of the week this week, or is it yours? I don't know. We didn't do one last week, right? If you got one, lay it on me. Yeah, because Chariots of Fire the week before, I had to go. I had to plug it in for you because I my, my botch on the uh, recording. <laughs> so, uh, but we still use Chariots of Fire, I believe. Um, so my song of the week is Muse, Undisclosed Desires. I love that song. Are you familiar with that? I'm not. I'm listening to the fucking vibration outside my goddamn house. Fucking go away. God damn it. Sorry. Muse. I know Muse. Oh, yeah. Undisclosed Desires. I love this song. And uh, All right, guys. For all fan mail for the big guy Ryback, please send a P.O. Box 752-740-89136. For all wrestling bookings and appearances, please contact book the big guy at yahoo.com and bother pat buck <laughs> feed me more nutrition available on amazon feedmemore.com and spartan nutrition in north las vegas and wise chiropractic in south las vegas wake up it's feeding time the motivational book by the big guy ryback available on amazon amazon in paperback kindle and audible form the new workout shorts and pants for feed me more nutrition are up at feedmemore.com 
along with the Feed Me More Goal Boards on Amazon. Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service, save 10% with discount code THEBIGGUYFUELMEALS.COM. Holosync Meditation, a meditation program by Bill Harris that I've been using for many years. The link at that is at FeedMeMore.com. In the official Feed Me More Nutrition Facebook, at Feed Me More Nutrition. Follow us on Twitter, at CWTVG. And that's it for me. All right, WrestlePro returns to the Rahway Rec Center Friday, October 13th with the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, the Spirit Squad. I myself will be taking on Dan Moff in a barbed wire match. Hell of a cage match. Oh, thank you very much. And October 14th, WrestlePro will be in Brooklyn, New York with Sunjay Dutt, LAX, and a whole lot more. WrestlePro, WrestlePro, <laughs> WrestlePro, WrestlePro. WrestlePro, yeah. WrestleProOnline.com. Also, Creator Pro, Re- Creator Pro Wrestling returns October 27th. <laughs> featuring, I guess featuring Tyson Kidd, who will be in the house making an appearance. That's right. The Tyson Kidd will be with us. CreatorProWrestling.com. And for all of you that want to see these matches, we're going to be putting up uh, a couple of the matches from the show. I believe Ryback versus Air Fox and as well as Cole Cabana versus Lashley. We're going to be putting them up for free this week on YouTube. But after that, you can check out our friends at TitleMatchWrestlingNetwork.com. They've got one of the biggest collections of wrestling foot- footage anywhere. All of my WrestlePro events, shoot interviews, women's death matches, even death matches. You can watch it two weeks for free. And you can sign up at TitleMatchWrestlingNetwork.com. That's TitleMatchWrestlingNetwork.com with papers rustling in the background. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to give a shout-out to Nate at Nate at TakedownPiracy.com as well, who's done a great job for us with YouTube and taking down all the uh, YouTube videos yes. uh, uh, with us. And, uh, and for everybody listening out there, uh, I have a guy now doing the all the short clips from the podcast will be up on my channel uh, the big guy Ryback Reeves so that will be up uh, hopefully starting this week So very cool alright guys we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this if you're anything like us you like to enjoy a nice ice cold soda every now and then but you hate the empty calories the artificial sweetness that come with it with Zevia you don't have to pick your poison you won't feel awful worrying about the potentially stupid harmful side effects because with Zevia there are none Zevia uses the all-natural sweetener Stevia and doesn't have any caramel coloring either. The result is a delicious and safe soda with none of the nasty stuff. Zevia has 14 flavors of soda, 4 flavors of sparkling water, and 4 flavors of awesome energy drinks. This is the naturally sweet and popular family will crave. And Zevia is giving you the opportunity to try their products for yourself for free. That's right, for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just go to zevia.com slash podcast and sign up. And they'll mail you a coupon for a free six-pack. What are you waiting for? Head to zevia.com slash podcast and get your hands on some ASAP. Don't forget to tell them Mark for Life sent ya. Damn it! I think I broke a nail. Ouch. Hey, guys. It's the big gay, Ryback, and I'm here to tell you about the Feed Me More merch, available only on Amazon. Mm. We have a wide selection, everything the big guy, Ryback, Feed Me More Nutrition, and we have everything available in men's, women's, and youth sizes, and multiple colors also for each design. 
You guys, you have to check out the Feed Me More merch only on Amazon. It is truly one of a kind, like me. So don't be a snore. Go feed yourself more. I know I will. <laughs> feed Me More merch available on Amazon. Hey guys, this is the Big Gaze Manager Tickles. You can find the direct link at the top of feedmemore.com. Ooh, I like it on top. All right, we're back. And uh, what's going on this week, Pat, in the world of wrestling? You got some news I've, I've heard since we talked about it earlier. I got a lot of news, a lot of detailed news from our reporters, Mike and Gary. So... Let's start this off. I like from... I like referencing just Mike and Gary. No last names, but Mike and Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Gary help us, helping us out. So anyway, let's talk about some Raw. I don't know if you saw it, but John Cena, once again, and Roman Reigns had a pretty all-out promo war with mostly Cena getting the better of Reigns, saying things such as, I'm like a drug test. Drug test. You ain't getting past me. There's been a lot of... Uh, I want to get your opinion on this. Where is the line for cutting promos? And do you think that that crossed the line for what they're doing? Absolutely not. I, lo- I think that's great. And I mean, obviously Roman would get past him. It would just take 31 days. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, I, lo- I love just you laughing after that. That's it. You're the only one. <laughs> Everybody else is like, what? 31 days? Well, to go with that, I saw that, you know, it's weird because there was I read this article today by Alfred Kanua who wrote on Forbes. It wasn't really one of these, you know, sports kita or sportster websites. It's okay. Forbes.com. And he had an interesting take on how WWE is alienating their audience. And it wasn't a trash piece. He had facts and different, you know, a way of positioning saying, Hey, I just think they're making a lot of mistakes. And he wrote this, and I'm quoting him. And it says, Cena has been positioned to zero in on Roman Reigns' flaws as WWE takes on an interesting approach of accentuating the negatives of its biggest full-time star in order to make Cena the hipper top star in their ongoing feud. Yeah. At 40, at 40 years old, Cena has become that dad who would rather be his son's best friend. Um, I agree with that in in a lot of ways i can give one thing that i could tell from my experience with my when my program with cena and which we had some promos back and forth uh mm-hmm. from my which i didn't talk about i actually saw the wwe writers this week because i went and saw after smackdown ziggler and, and rusev and a bunch of the guys some of the other workers there and uh had dinner with them and um got a lot of things on ziggler coming up too okay and uh, but I, I saw the writers and then went over and said hello to them and uh, hadn't seen them in a while and they're all good guys. Um, but I remember during my thing with Cena, they I had ideas because he was taking shots at me, calling me mm-hmm. like caveman, just typical Cena what he does in promos. Like he did, did the same thing with Roman. Don't think it's not your strong point. That sort of thing. Same thing. He had those lines in there with me. And they said, no, you can't say that to John. You can't say that to John. You can't say that to John. And they literally did it where it's just him one-upping you by design. And which is, that's the way, that's the way it is. And that's not talking bad about John or anything. That's, that is the truth of the situation. And, And that just reminded me of that a little bit where if that was all by design, that that's the same formula they've used with him for years. So 
That's interesting. You know, I've, li- because- I've lived it, and it's the truth. That's not me, like, that's not bashing or anything like that. That's the truth as far as my experience being in that role as far in, on the other end of John. So. The, the writer goes on to say this, and I'd like your take on this. Uh, another paragraph was, and while self-awareness can be a positive, it can be done to own one's own detriment. WWE does not have any obligation to appeal to a diehard contingent that will follow its product indiscriminately. Cena is the voice of WWE, and to publicly call out a top babyface for real-life shortcomings, all while praising one of the top heels in the promotion, he's talking about when he referenced Miz, is disruptive to WWE's bottom line for the benefit of a loud male pop. Don't disagree with any of that. I thought it was pretty spot on, so if people want to read that article, it's pretty interesting. That's, yeah. And I mean, I I don't see, people say Roman's flaws. I I don't think Roman, the flaws that people talk about with him, though, outside, like the promo stuff, he, he does exactly what you're supposed to do, and his, the numbers he's bringing in, I guarantee you, are, are what they're supposed to be. So, Do you think it alienates the casual fan, though, who might be not following all the backstage stuff? Yeah, well, they're playing up to the internet people. And that's. Yes. And I think that they've started doing that years ago, and I always kind of... It's cool to do it from time to time, maybe on little things, but to mm-hmm. do, they're doing it now from the guys they're hiring to the guys they're pushing and where it, the casual person tunes in and doesn't understand it. And where I feel like they're... they're that's just my take, but... They, they're making more money in other areas, so the wrestling is not as important as far as all that goes. Not not the actual wrestling per se, but but what wrestling brings in. They're able to, to make that up in different ways now. So I don't I don't know, man. It's not my company, and but yeah, that guy he has great points. Another. So let's move on to SmackDown, which uh, set ratings high this week with the return of our pal uh, Vince McMahon. I was also front row, Pat. That I believe is played a part of it. Oh, were you? Me and Ronda side by side. <laughs> no was I, there? I was i, I was not that. there i went and saw the guys after like i said that was it well it says here uh just re- reviewing the main thing coming from the show kevin owens physically attacked vince mcmahon after vince puts him in a hell in the cell match with shane kevin busted him open with a headbutt and hits a frog splash uh do you think that this makes kevin owens a kind of a i mean he's had a great spot since but like more of a made man <laughs> from the he, beginning yeah, I was just thinking about that. There's seen it his first night. It's, <laughs> it's, has he had a bad spot since he's been there? No. There's been a lot of talk, though, about... Uh, I think I know your response on this, that, you know, the whole anti-blood thing, but people believe that Vince kind of maybe cut his head, put a little new skin on it just so that headbutt opened up a little bit easier, and fans are kind of upset that, you know, how dare there's no blood, but Vince wants to do it, he can do it, which... You know, what, like your take on that. <laughs> I, I think everybody's forgetting the guy's fucking 73 years old and has onion thin skin. His his veins are <laughs> bulging out at every spot of his body. I, I think a simple just touching his forehead would have split it open. He's so do you think it was a hard way? I think he. I think Vince is getting busted open. No matter he's he's seventy three years old. <laughs> is everybody forgetting this? Like he's he is like that was the first time I've seen him in in a while. And, and sure. he. Everybody ages, and he looks phenomenal still. And he's and he's and he has all the anti aging benefits on his side. But he is seventy three years old, and like you you can see it. He's but uh, again, and in Vince's defense, it's his company, so he's allowed to make rules for everybody else and then break his own rules because it's his rules. So absolutely, 
if you think about it that way, you have your company, WrestlePro. Guys, you don't want guys bleeding. You don't. You want to avoid all the bullshit and all that. But you have a match. You trust yourself. You're going to get blood. And yeah, and you fucking did it. You have cinder block matches behind my back doing all this fucking... I love how I'm finding out all this stuff about you through this podcast. Like, I, I talk... God, fuck hardcore matches, that bullshit, blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, you're working hardcore matches fucking three weekends in a row before it. Oh. Last weekend's... Yeah, there was there was a lot of blood. I hit Moff with a he he wanted it. I didn't want to do it. A steel chair wrapped with barbed wire, completely unprotected chair shot. I know, I know. I'm not even. I'm yeah. not even. I like Moff, so I'm not even going to say like I can't. It's it's uh, he's a madman. <laughs> Moving on, Dolph, your buddy Dolph Ziggler's new gimmick. He's been coming out mocking other people's entrances, almost being the anti gimmick of WWE. Where 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 do they go with this exactly? What are your thoughts on it? You 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 met up with him recently, correct? I did. He's uh, I don't know much going on. We don't when we when we hang out together, we don't sit there and, and necessarily talk wrestling. And, sure. Uh, there were a bunch of people at the table table. We I was mad at him actually because I wanted to go to Hooters because he Zigman hasn't. By the way, this is a real fact. He Hooters. He has a legit Hooters card for free Hooters for until they take this card away from him. Um, what? Where he really? Can, and he's allowed a certain amount where he can take this Hooters card. He could buy the whole restaurant. If he go, hey, guys, Hooters on the Zigman. Another round of wings for me and my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> and like he could do that. He I, When I met him a few weeks ago at the Hard Rock, I mean, not Hard Rock, I'm sorry, at, at Hooters Hotel and Casino here in Vegas, the manager came over to shake his hand and then he took a picture with both of us, but he goes, he goes, I've only other met one other guy that's had this Hooters card and it was kid rock. And he goes, I just Whoa. wanted to come over and I've never seen Ziggler like with a bigger smile on his face. Just he's like uh, fr- frequent flyers, but like he's yeah, like that status. Like, yeah. It's like that. He's, he's like a Hooters spokesperson. And I was, <laughs> I've never been more envious in my entire life, but yet so happy because he's such a good friend. And I said to him, I go, I regret leaving WWE just for the fact that I felt like if I stayed around, because me and him always went to Hooters together, I would have had mm-hmm. one of those fucking Hooters cards too. And I'm like, oh thinking, my God. all I could think about was, fuck, I've just lost out on so much Hooters over the last year and a half or whatever since I've been gone. I, mean, like, I had Hooters with him the day before I walked out. And I was just like, <laughs> man. And so anyways, we go to Nobu in the Hard Rock. It's this sushi place. Great sushi. But holy shit. One piece of sushi was like ten dollars. Like yeah, to get, fuck. I'm talking one piece. I eat, I eat six, seven, eight rolls at a time. Like I was, and I and I and I had Paloma there with me, and we're out with everybody. And I'm looking at the, these other rolls, like rainbow rolls, are like thirty bucks. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. am I going to eat? Uh, so, anyways, Zigman picked up the tab. I threw him some money for uh, for our end. But uh, there were like Renee Young was there. It was great to see her again. Lita came out. Uh, some social media, Nikki, and uh, and some of the other social media people, and it was good. Larry, the trainer, and AJ Styles came over to say hello and to everybody, and it was good to see everyone again, or some of the guys at least. But he, I, we don't talk wrestling when we're out; like it's everything but that. So, is, is Dolph a keto guy? Is he eat whatever he wants guy? What is, what is he? I he's I, so Dolph always takes care of himself, always sure. But I don't. I'm not a. I, I know he likes to have a cocktail all the time. 
So uh, I, <laughs> every picture, going, every picture I see wings, him in, so? yeah, naked wings, yeah, grilled chicken breast, naked away. wings. The guy, he doesn't put shit. I, I never see him see him walking around eating cake or anything like that. Okay, but uh, I, I would venture to say that this is all kind of just last minute stuff, and it, it's just kind of spur of the moment. And I told him, I go, you would have thought, I th- would have thought you would have done my entrance for Vegas, asshole. And, uh, <laughs> and then I just wanted to see him really fucking botch my entrance. And because he would have had the time of his life doing it, but. Eh. <laughs> All right, moving on. I got some women's wrestling news, and I had the paper out of order. God damn it. The May Young, I don't know if you saw any of the May Young classic. The final was on Tuesday night. I, you know what? I have not watched this yet. I'm actually going to sit down and make it a priority to watch um, some of the matches of it, or at least the finals. The finals were here in Vegas, right? Were they? I, yeah, I guess they were. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch the finals yet. I've seen every other episode. I won't spoil it for you. We'll, we'll revisit that. You know. I, I mean, no. I'm, I'm okay if you uh, want to talk about it. I don't. I don't mind. I mean, everything is spoiled in life these days. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to watch it. Like looking. I can't wait <laughs> to see who wins. Like it's just watch it to tape study more than anything. What moves can well, I take from these chicks? Uh, Carrie, uh, if I'm saying her name right, Kyrie or Carrie. God damn it! I'm the fucking worst. Was it Carrie? Carrie? Carrie Sane? Sane? Yeah, yeah. She she won the whole thing uh, with her really unique way to do an elbow drop. You you'll see it. It's just I thought the top rope elbow for a while like nobody could do it again as a finish. And there's something about the way she does it. It's just it just looks incredible. I don't know what it is. Does but she do a does she do a flip with it or something? No flip. It's just the angle and how hard she comes down and and. The height, it just it just looks good. It just I'll, looked like believable. Okay. And she's a tiny girl, so she beat uh you know, she beat um the Shayna Baszler, the one of the horsewomen in the in the final, and I believe she's a good gonna match? try. Have you seen it or no? Haven't seen it. I've gotten up to everything except for the finale, so Okay. I'll check out the finals. I'll, I'll check that out actually before next week's show. I'll watch it. And with a uh, one topic we had here from our reporter is while the WWE's network's tournaments have been pretty successful on their own, the WWE's attempts to capitalize off the talent from these tournaments hasn't been quite as successful. Why do you think that is? So they're saying that these actual shows that like the 205, uh, the Cruiserweight Championship Series and this what else with the uk thing that they've been a huge success but the actual individual talents haven't been a success yeah for example everyone was talking about the cruiserweight uh tournament when it happens everybody loved it all the guys were over perception wise and then once they're out of that nothing happens same thing kind of i guess people are feeling that way about you know with the uk tournament for example people are really into that they make you know uh pete dunn and uh Gosh, what's the not not Gallagher? The I know other, who you're talking about. The other Tyler uh, Tyler, Tyler Maine. Dunn. Tyler Maine. Dunn. Pete, there's Pete Dunn. I think Tyler Maine. I think that's the okay. Name. Uh, so so uh, my my take on that is, and it's very simple, is again the the network and ever all that is targeted towards the internet audience or the people that are the hardcore fans. It's mm-hmm. that transition to the casual viewer, and and they need and again that the only way you can get that is through TV time on Raw or SmackDown. And, and over a consistent period of time, not being on there for two or three weeks, it takes at least one to two years of being on TV regularly to, to start getting that rub to the casual viewers. Um, so do you think that, 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 you know, if it, 
if someone wins a tournament, do you think they have to kind of basically essentially start over once they get to TV? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Everybody does. It's and that's not like that's not a knock on anyone. That's just that's just the way it is. You got to remember the WWE audience has seen everybody. The people, mm-hmm. the casual viewers, they they are they but like people watching at home, they have watched they have watched everybody or they're familiar enough with with everybody. So it's like it's it takes time for them to to watch you and it again this is from my experience when I was a kid, when I would see a new person debut, it took a long time for me to accept them. I didn't hate them or anything, but it just took repetition of seeing them on TV for me to look at them as part of that WWE brand. Until were you then, ever into anyone right off the bat, like from debut, like, oh my God, this person no, is... No, there, there were guys. That, I mean, but I'm saying okay. it just... But when you saw a new guy and you're like, well, they're in your mind, they're forcing this new guy on you. So you mm-hmm. kind of... And you just... You just kind of sit back and it takes time and it, you can't rush that process at yeah. all. It is, it takes time for people to accept you as a TV star, if that makes sense. Okay. And that, it that's does. No, opinion. I get that. Yeah. And, uh, in other women's wrestling news, Asuka, which I feel bad for the comment. It took me a while. I used to always say Asuka. I'm an idiot, but Asuka is going to be debuting with the <laughs> Monday night. Raw. Well, brand. I'll be joining <laughs> you on that. <laughs> Why do you say Asuka too? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know either. Jesus. And I, I watched her matches. I paid attention to everything in NXT, and she was a hell of a star and competitor. It's actually the perfect point for what you just said. That Asuka is going to be making her debut there, and will she have a successful transition to the main roster? Will people kind of pick up on her NXT success, or will it just kind of be starting over? And I, I think kind of it kind of is starting over for depends on where the show is at i think i don't know yeah again and, and the, i think that the exposure of, of nxt now and being on the network it helps tremendously especially when you come up as the same character and, and whatnot but again it takes time it just takes time and and i will this was always the same formula all the way and when it was fcw ovw deep south wrestling is that a character that's over in another in that developmental promotion it is still starting over when you get up there and it, it, you've seen it. There's been some that have worked out and some that haven't. Yep. It's just, mm-hmm. you never know. You just, you never know what as a whole the people are going to accept and not accept. And again, part of that comes to how, how willingly WWE and Vince is on it where, you know, like Emma, you look at when Emma came up and it was, that was very short lived as far as the amount of how much they put into that. Right yeah. off the bat, and but if if they want it to work, they will keep pushing it and pushing it until it starts kind of working at a level they're comfortable at. It it, it just I, all depends on what they want. Braun's a perfect example of that. It really took so long to pick up steam. It was not catching on for a long, long time, and it finally did. And now it's probably the most over thing going. He's he's in a tremendous position right now, and it's again, it's just being patient and being consistent. And that's to his to his credit. It's he time and time again went out there and did what was asked of him. And then eventually he did what was asked of him against important enough people that people cared about where it, or, or hated in Roman, some, you know what I mean? Where it, it, it tremendously enhanced his image and reputation and brand. So he's done. I, I, I'm happy for Braun, man. He's done a great job. All right. Another, uh, a lot of women's wrestling news. Maurice and the Miz are expecting a baby. They announced it on Monday Night Raw. The crowd loved it. Oh, wow. It. And uh, 
Enzo came out and they went back and forth with uh, with some verbal some verbal jabs. I don't know if you caught that. I didn't. I missed a lot of all this. I yeah. I'm not. Uh, I did not see that this week. The congratulations to the Miz. I'll have to shoot him a message here. That's a legit thing. Then that's not like a. That's a legit. The, I, I would think I so. Yeah. I don't want to send him a message. Congratulations, <laughs> and he just texts me back. You fucking mark. Unless they're stealing the old baby Isabella <laughs> fucking storyline. That that would be a great thing. Just uh, <laughs> Marie takes the bump and oh man, <laughs> oh man, that is great. That is another. That's perfect Miz stuff right there. They should do something <laughs> with that. <laughs> other women's wrestling news: Glow season two is scheduled to start filming in October. Uh, and one of our reporters asked, "Can the Rybuckers start a petition to maybe get the big guy in season two? I was just gonna, I was just gonna plug the email, book the big guy at yahoo.com for all bookings and appearances, movies or not. Even though uh, I got Nick Marchetti working on the the TV and movie things, just to kind of do a thing here or there. But um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What was the? Uh, well, the second part was, can we get Pat to play his sleazy agent or manager? I don't know what he means by that, but." Uh, Hey, I'm open to discussion. It's 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 the TV show trying to book me for one of the matches, and and you just arguing with them over the rate. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this real life? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is do you mean? <laughs> well, he means he's he has money. He doesn't. Yeah, sorry. Oh, uh, f- finally, I would love Bailey. to do it though. Bailey wants to headline WrestleMania 35. She said in an interview with Sports Illustrated, Bailey said that she was planning on headlining WrestleMania by WrestleMania 35. She wants a one-on-one match with Sasha Banks uh, or a fatal four-way with Sasha, Becky, Charlotte uh, would also be great at Mania. Do you do you think women's wrestling, those change over the last few years, could we ever see a marquee WrestleMania women's main event match? They'll do it 100%. Think so? Not not necessarily saying them, the, those two girls, um, mm-hmm. but I they they will do it for the for the PR one hundred percent. Yeah, you just think about it that, that that when they do that, all the attention that that gets them on doing a female main event. UFC does female main events all the time now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it's it's not even it's not even shocking anymore to me at all. Like it's but it when it happens for wrestling, it will be the first time for WrestleMania, and it will be a big moment, and it will ha- it's. That's the whole point of life. You evolve and move on. And now that's a whole different question to say, well, should that match go on last? But ultimately, does it even matter anymore? People are buying the thing. All the matches are all, there's no limits on the matches anymore, essentially. So you might watch the match before, go 45 minutes and fucking have the match of the night. And then they go out there and do 20 or 25. And, but they, they're the main event and they, they might, they'll kill it and deliver. They always do. And so, yeah, that's, it will happen one, one way or another. It will eventually. All right. Ric Flair news. Ric Flair seems to be on the road to recovery, and he immediately fires his manager <laughs> once he's better. Did the manager put them in there? I, I, I love Rick, man. He's always been so good to me. So Charlotte, I've always gotten along with really well. And um, even though everyone thinks that the, the Snapchat was real, supposedly, uh, of that whole deal way back when. But uh I'm glad he's doing all right. He's always... Man, that guy's survived everything, I feel like. Right? I just think it's hilarious that he gets he gets to a point where his health is decent and he fires his agency and uh, gets a new manager. He needs bookings now. I mean, it's, it's hospital bills are expensive, though. That's insurance or not, that shit adds up. But uh, 
I, was there anything that came out why he fired them? Like, what was the, was there? What were the issues over? You know, I don't have. I don't think there was any information released, or at least uh, our reporters were were not privy to that information. Doesn't say here, but uh, I mean, I dealt with his agency before. They they seem to be on the up and up, and they they did a decent job. Actually, I'll put this little tidbit in here because I told the story actually this week to Colt and uh, our buddy Chris Gethard and and uh, Lauren. We all went to eat on Sunday. So I booked Flair once. Uh, it was actually last September, so last year, this month. And in his contract, there's a certain stipulation. It says that wherever he signs, you have to put up uh, a TV with his greatest with his DVD playing on loop. Okay. So when I heard that, I went, well, why is that a thing? And I thought, like, why, why would you think that by his signing, we would need a DVD with his matches playing. Like at first I thought, I don't know if you thought the same thing. It gives a bigger presentation. Maybe it helps. I've, I've had that where places have done that, where they have like a loop of your something playing. It just looks it's for people in line to kind of have something to kind of fill the time when they're not on their phones. So, but what I, and that's what I thought too. So I, I set up the thing I put on his, his, uh, his DVD of his matches going. And, uh, when he walks in, I noticed that, you know, he was in a decent mood, but when he saw himself on the screen, he lit up like a Christmas tree. And he was like, he was like, oh, this match here. And like, I went, oh my God, that's what it is. It puts him in a good mood and he starts talking about all the matches and like, he can sit there for three hours and like a new match will come up and he'll just be like, oh, well this time. And like, he enjoys it. Whole new set of memories for every match that pops up. Pretty much, and like that's incredible. I was like, Whoa! When I saw that, I was like, "Oh shit, that's why." I'm like, "Thank God I got this TV going," because uh, and he the whole time when something new would pop up, like he was he was awesome. But like if there was quiet, he'd watch the TV. Like, oh okay, this is from this, and I remember this, and it was almost hypnotic. That was the reason for it. It, it put him in a good mood. That's man. I was gonna tell you that every time with Rick. He always put over my body and my matches whenever I would see him. And then I just was sitting here thinking, I'm like, well, he is the greatest worker of all time or, or considered. And he like, he, but he carries that with him at all times. He knows how to like, oh, the big guy in shape. He probably wants to hear how good he looks and I'll compliment <laughs> his matches. Every wrestler wants you to compliment. Those are two things every wrestler would fucking want. And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, man, he got me. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm glad he's doing. He it legitimately no. He it wasn't a lot. We had we, it was always at really cool times, and I always appreciated his feedback. So he's man. I'm happy for him. In other news, uh, the Big Show is out for uh, his hip surgery. Well, that, that's the only thing I got. I don't know oh, I, I didn't know. I thought you were following <laughs> it up. I think we touched on that last week. A we little, did. Yeah, uh, and I again, I love Big Show, man. He's um, he's a great guy. He's, 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 I, I don't know how he's gone through life. Being a giant is not an easy thing. And, uh, he, he keeps, uh, he is a loyal employee or a a loyal independent contractor or whatever you want to say, uh, to the bone. So God bless him. Actually going back, I missed this in the notes. Uh, Meltzer reports that Ric Flair will need a pacemaker fitted for his body. Uh, but, uh, for someone who was given a 15 chance survival, uh, uh, when he was first diagnosed, he looks great. So I didn't yeah. know that. That's being reported. What are and, the? Uh, did we know what like the health issues were with all that? Like what exactly? But he needs a pacemaker. Is that that? I mean, pacemakers. 
correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I know that you can get pacemaker for other areas of body outside of the heart, but I've never heard it outside of the heart and the brain. So I'm not sure. Yeah. So well, hopefully, I mean, with the, with the way the advancements we have, we have made in technology and all that, I'm sure he, you won't even notice it. And hopefully it's just, uh, he has a very long life to live still. So. In other legends of wrestling news, your our favorite Scottish promotion, Five Star Wrestling, is making a big comeback. Wait, you know what I'm talking about? They, I didn't know they <laughs> went away. I thought they were just going strong with video games and everything. So, uh, your our favorite what? Scottish promotion, Hinkles. Beat, if you, Hinkles, yes. if you're out there, book the big guy at Yahoo.com. <laughs> Let's do business, buddy. Let's do it. Fucking three years, tw- twelve video games everything just (laughs) let's fucking go all the way put the title on me let's fucking bring these crowds into scotland mcintyre's gone buddy you need somebody to sell those games in those crowds let's do it feed me more so apparently the promotion has beaten other respected uk indies to take a tv deal on a new uk free to view channel the promoter who's a close personal friend of ryback apparently made the most compelling case I.e., he paid the most money to give it the slot to get the slot. Paid his parents. They, money. <laughs> they claim they they will hold thirty weekly UK arena shows all over the country. They also claim this claim this about six months ago. Wait, with all this. Oh, this is tournament based, right? It ha- it's he won't give up on this. No, the tournament, tournament is the way that. <laughs> dude, I get it. I get it, man. Tournaments. Let's do it. This four matches Shang-Chi every song. fucking night, combat. five nights a week, twenty matches a week. Fuck it. Let's do it. Rip rip my body apart, brother. So they also claimed this six months ago, and all the shows canceled. Apparently, many of the UK workers are very, very unhappy with what happened here, and they're unhappy with this. I don't know if they're unhappy that this promotion got the TV deal, but that's what it says in the notes. Well, they got to work four believe. times a night. Who wants to do that, Matt? <laughs> that's, this is blood sport all the way through and through, man. Hinkles, I'm still here, brother. I'm going strong. Fuck it. <laughs> My body's healed. I'm regenerated. Regenerated the Ryback regeneration. I'm fucking five and zero right now. You can get me to hundred and zero in no time with these tournaments. Let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> Hankles, book the big guy at Yahoo.com. All right, and uh, a quick little global force roundup. Uh, El Patron is headed back to the company at Bound for Glory after being suspended and stripped of the title in July. This was after allegations of the incident with Page arose, but no charges were filed. Rey Mysterio is rumored to be on his way in the upcoming months. Uh, actually, that's not true, and I can tell you that. I'm just reading what the reporter put. So okay. I should, I should have read these notes earlier. Uh, Global Force is re- releasing their own on-demand platform with the most of the content being free and relying on ad rates. I didn't know that. I thought there would be a paid thing for Global Force. I didn't think it would wow. be free. I'm happy uh, Alberto's coming back. I always have a li- I've always liked Alberto. He... Um, and just from live events and see, I remember him and Ziggler, man, they uh, doing opening matches on, on the live events going 25, 30 minutes where they, mm-hmm. they would do like the one that would be the match on the, on the first half of the show where they were allowed to put in time and they started yeah. the show off hot. And then it would be kind of like gimmick matches all the way in the, in the intermission match would be a tag match. And then they would go the second half and the main event match would be the other long one where it'd be one strong opening and end ending and uh man i just remember in alberto with multiple guys and uh just fucking no matter what he could go out drinking the whole night before and show up and do do 25 30 minutes and 
the the dude that's like one thing he knows how to work hard. So yeah, whatever, no matter what the fuck is going on, the dude knows how to work hard. So I'm happy. Like he's he's a good he's a good deal for them because when he, when he's when he's in the ring, he knows how to go. So. The final piece of news for this week, American Ninja Warrior icon Casey Catanzaro, if I said that right, Catanzaro, Catanzaro, fuck, I'm sorry guys, announces her retirement from American Ninja Warrior and signs with WWE. Oh, wow. I think, uh, I think that's cool, but it's also a little bit strange. I mean, she's tiny. She's smaller than Alexa Bliss. She's five feet and 100 pounds. Okay. So I'm not sure how this will work out i think it's always interesting to see how athletes transition because i think they don't realize how clearly she has the athletic part down but what do you think about this uh, i will say she probably has an extreme level of uh athleticism and conditioning doing that the net ninja warrior stuff your conditioning has to be on point so i think uh if she can pick up the psychology part of this mm-hmm. uh she'll be fine the moves i don't think are going to give her a problem whatsoever but uh, I think she has to. If uh, who is she a wrestling fan? Yes or no? Do you know? I think she would have to to take this on. But who knows? Yeah. She might be looking like, all right, I'm sick of Ninja Warrior. Could it be a money grab? It could be. I don't know. They 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 do that with people that have a little bit of 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 steam rolling in something else, and they'll throw them some money and roll out the red carpet for them and bring them in, and then then pull out the red carpet and and, <laughs> and all then, that. It never works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but. Uh, if she applies herself, I would just if if she just goes and trains and and, and kills it kills it and then uh, make sure she watches five five to ten matches a day. That's if she, I mean, that, that's if she doesn't understand psychology. Like you have to like there's everyone picks it up at different rates, but the quicker she gets that part of it is is what's going to determine her success. Not the athleticism. She already has that so. And that concludes our news of the of the week. Man, that was that was way better than what we do. I think I was happy Thank with you. that. I like I like you being that was Greg and Greg and Gary Henderson won, I believe, on Twitter, and uh, Mike Malero skit Gary, I believe, and G and yeah. M Security is now their new name. <laughs> <laughs> I can G and M Security. Thank you guys very much. All right. Let's take a little uh, break right here. We're going to be back with the fitness part, a little, you know, matches of the week, all that stuff and reviews. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. In addition to being the co-host of this podcast, I'm the founder and promoter of WrestlePro. Dare I say, WrestlePro puts on the best professional wrestling live events in the country. We're also fully insured and licensed. Now, if you're listening to the show, then you clearly love professional wrestling, and I appreciate that. I also have a question for you. Would you like professional wrestling in your area, maybe in your hometown, your high school, your college, your civic center, your stadium, whatever you want? If you're a civic group, a sports team, a fire department, a police department, if you have a corporate event, a festival, any group that is looking to raise funds or put on an entertaining show, WrestlePro is your promotion. This is not your regular wrestling show. Just in the last year, WrestlePro has brought in incredible talent, such as Terry Funk, DDP, Booker T, Ryback, Cody Rhodes, Hornswoggle, Cole Cabana, Brian Cage, Jeff Jarrett, Tommy Dreamer, The Hardy Boys, Scott Steiner, and much, much more. Even the nature boy Ric Flair has been with WrestlePro and loves it. Tell him, Nate. It's the nature boy. Woo, Ric Flair, WrestlePro, the nature boy, song autograph. Look as only he can look. WrestlePro, be there. Woo, woo, woo. 
limousine riding, jet flying, woo, WrestlePro, woo. If you're seriously interested, WrestlePro can bring a live wrestling show to your town. A full professional wrestling card complete with talent, eight matches, sound system, lighting, the works. We design the artwork and posters. We help you sell the tickets. We push all of our events all over our social media. We believe in good repeat business. Packages and prices vary on talent requested and their availability. For more information, contact me directly at WrestleProOnline at Yahoo.com or simply check out www.wrestleproonline.com and you can see our past and upcoming events to get a taste of what WrestlePro is all about. I hope to hear from you soon. If you're anything like us, you like to enjoy a nice cold soda every now and then, but you hate the empty calories and the artificial sweeteners that come with it. With Zevia, you don't have to pick your poison. You won't feel awful worrying about the potentially harmful side effects because with Zevia, there are none. Zevia uses the all-natural sweetener Stevia and doesn't have any caramel coloring either. The result is a delicious and safer soda with none of the nasty stuff. Zevia has 14 different flavors of soda, four flavors of sparkling water, and four flavors of awesome energy drinks. This is the naturally sweetened pop you and your family will crave. And Zevia is giving you the opportunity to try their products for yourself for free. That's right, for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just go to Zevia.com slash podcast and sign up. And they'll mail you a coupon for a free six-pack. What are you waiting for? Head to Zevia.com slash podcast and get your hands on some ASAP. All right, we're back. And I believe it's Reviews of the Week. Reviews of the Week. Are we, are we still giving stuff out, Pat? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I would give WrestlePro tickets every month, if which the fan did cash in uh, on Friday night and drove nine hours to attend the Creator Pro Wrestling Show. He did. I remember them. the traffic was horrible for that, by the way. I drove, it took me three and a half hours to get there <laughs> from Rawway to, to Long Island. I was, and I told you I had to piss the entire time. And uh, you were like, well, do you have a bottle in the car? I go, no, I didn't know. Like, I haven't been able to stop. And then I had to piss outside um, as soon as I got there, in which kids saw me pissing. <laughs> you, hey, guys. I always have... Gatorade bottles in my car. Just you have to in New York. That's just the rule of the road. It's. Oh, I don't know how you do it, man. I've. It's. It's incredible. All right, Ryback and P Buck Happy Hour from the Mister E Man. I love this podcast and look forward to it every Monday, especially during a gym workout. I've been going to Buck's live wrestling show since 2013 and been following Ryback's career since 2010. The Nexus months. Both are, highly, <laughs> both are highly entertaining and make a two-hour podcast listen to, informative, and fun. Rybuck know their wrestling, nutrition, and spirits, LOL, and share fun life rants. Uh, don't believe... Wait. Don't believe the IWF and their... Uh, oh, I guess Internet Wrestling Federation? And Federation. Their, <laughs> is that what he means? <laughs> I guess. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I like that. And their paraphrased version of the podcast. He's an all-pro in the ring and on the mic. Buck is the man when it comes to putting out top live wrestling shows and training and a hell of a podcaster. Well, thank you. Lastly, I've been taking the Feed Me More Wake Up pre-workout. It works exactly as advertised uh, in the pre-energy workout category. It's amazing. Can't wait to meet Ryback in person at Rahway. Oh, I guess he came down Rahway to tell him in person. Gents, take a bow. 
and sip and gulp another one down. Excellent job on all fronts. Thank you. And who is this? It says the Mr. E man. I believe that I, I, I do remember meeting him at Rawway and he, he was, he was incredible. And, uh, thank you for that review. That is, uh, I, I believe I know exactly who this is now. Hmm. Um, but, uh, it, man, you know, that's one thing that it sucks and, uh, that people have a perception of what we are, what the show is or what I am. And like, not, I, again, I've never, I'm, it's the whole WWE thing. I've, I can't say enough. I'm thankful for everything. Cause without that career, I, it would not have helped me do what I'm doing now, but I, I have just spoken on things that have happened is the truth, uh, from my perspective. So, um, it's never meant as an all-out attack one way or another. It's, you're allowed to have a personality and have fun in life. So, All right. Well, Thank you for that review. Next one, Top Notch Podcast by Regular Fellow. I was not the biggest fan of Ryback before listening to this podcast, and now I wish I listened sooner. It seems like Ryback is an honest, funny guy with some great information and stories. This quickly became a favorite podcast of mine. I wish I listened from the beginning. As a fellow pro wrestler, I can agree with a great many things both Ryback and Buck say that many people would not understand or gladly take the right way, and they take it out of context. I'm currently wrestling overseas and intend to finish up all of the episodes and look to ret- forward to returning to the United States finally to try some Feed Me More Nutrition. Thanks to the great stories and diet, exercise advice, by the way, a BCAA with electrolytes and no boosters is a tremendous idea. I hope it comes to fruition from regular fellow. Where's he at right now? He said he was wrestling, wrestling uh, internationally, right? So I guess he's a United States wrestler that's overseas, but he didn't leave his name. He wants to be a mysterious, I guess. Uh, that's uh, kind of scary because I don't know where he's at right now. <laughs> I don't know, man. It could be in Scotland. It could be at that tournament right now. Mr. Hinkle's <laughs> Shang Tsung's tournaments. Just waiting for that feed me more nutrition. Oh man, this is I, I really like that review. Um, but I like the, the the meeting the guy on the first one. Um, that was that was great. He so but but he's tried feed me more nutrition. I would like to expose my brand to a new person that has not tried it. Mm. I just don't know if he's going to have me ship it to his parents or his place in the States or if he's going to come back and say, look, I need this all the way to Hong Kong, brother. I'm here. I'm here doing a tournament for the next month. Oh, this is why he didn't put his name or his address. That's funny. But I, as I've said from the beginning, I don't discriminate on location. So I'm, what's his name? I'm sorry. Choice number two. Regular fellow. Regular fellow, go ahead and send your United States address, please, and uh, name, and I'll go ahead and give you a supplement of choice if you could put what you want, and uh, free Feed Me More Nutrition shaker bottle and workout towel, and uh, we'll get that hooked up to you here in the United States only, and uh, so go ahead to the United States address, please, and we'll get that all taken care of. Very cool. Your turn, big guy. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead to our tips of the week this week. Tips of the week. Yay. My match of the week this week is AR Fox. I'm a big fan of this guy's and uh, versus UHA nation uh, slash Apollo Cruz. This is when he was UHA nation for ASW on YouTube. And uh, it was about a little under 10 minutes. And uh, there were a few ridiculous things in there, but I, I, both those guys are good human beings and I, I enjoyed the match. And uh, and thought they, they did a lot of incredible athletic things in that match. So 
That's my match of the week. Pat, do you have a match for this I, week? I do. I fell into a YouTube hole earlier, and uh, I was on the treadmill, and I saw this match. It was, it was an hour and five minutes. It was Antonio Inoki versus Billy Robinson. I'm a big Billy Robinson fan. Yeah, uh, yeah I've seen some of his stuff. I love the way he he uh, did a lot of just basic chain wrestling things, but looked brutal. And he was a real wrestler, so real uh, tough guy. Yeah, and uh, I watched that, and it was it was some parts you know can be a little slow, but they worked for over an hour, and it was pretty crazy. So <clears throat> that's my match. What What are your thoughts on this? Because we talked about this on last week's show. I think WWE should go with that Vondor thing, the V O N D R the cell phone holder for all their shows where they don't allow people to, to be on their phones during the show. I think it would only increase people's attention because when you don't have something to go to like that, you can actually pay attention to what you're actually there to pay attention to. What are I, your thoughts on that? I think, uh, I wonder if they could be the first people. Like, I feel like that has to get over in movie theaters first or comedy places where they can control, like, with lesser numbers. And well, if, the comedy places, I mean, it worked brilliant. Nobody, I didn't see anybody complaining. But how many people were there, you say? A couple hundred? Thousands. Oh, thousands. This was in an arena, thousands. Oh, never mind then. I, see, I, there, see I, I thought it was, like, it, a club. I don't know the exact numbers, but based on everything I saw, there was an upper deck and a lower in, in the auditorium. Deal, I would say there was minimum at least 5,000 there. Okay, never mind. See, I didn't think that they could pull it off with big things. Yeah, then you know what? They should. That would be incredible. That would be Just amazing. To get, uh, independent shows is another thing. I think they want the attention. But I think for WWE, in being that, it just... And people can still go to the upper bowl and go get their phones unlocked if they need to get a message or make a phone call. But while you're out there, you fucking pay attention and watch what you paid there to go watch. I think it's brilliant. And well, they, I think it. I think I would. I would be happy to pay the money to to lock my phone up, so I don't have access to it for three hours. Well, I think it's great. Do you think that people may argue? Well, doesn't WWE want it, want attention? But maybe not. They already from- have the attention. They are, they put their all, all their own content out. Yeah, and they they have social media people filming everything, anyways. So they don't need anybody filming any. And it controls if there's something that happens that's bad. Guess what? It doesn't get out. Yeah. Huh. I think it's Vince Vonder, V-O-N-D-R. You're welcome. Add it into the backside of my contract when I renegotiate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Book of the week this week. Unfuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> this is a real... It's the name of the book. I can't bleep it out. We, we get criticized when we bleep it out. Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life by Gary John Bishop. I still got a ways to go on this, but I'm enjoying it so far. It's, I just always striving to learn something, guys. It doesn't matter what you read. Just, just educate yourself one way or another. Quote of the week this week. Stay away from negative people. They have a problem for every solution. That's by Albert Einstein. My nutrition tip. Very simple. We've all heard it, or most of us, but there's probably one person listening to this that hasn't. Drink a gallon of water a day. 16 cups of water will help you maybe eat less, have more energy. You may lose more weight. It might help with your under eye circles, can help with those going away, and help flush out toxins. Fitness nutrition tip of the week, workout tip of the week. This isn't now, this isn't necessarily a gym thing um, as far as a technique or anything like that. And I don't remember if I've done this or not, but it, it was reminded to me again this week watching people in the gym always wash your hands after working out in a public gym, any, any gym, it's, there's bacteria on everything. 
And I don't know about you, like, and I this weekend in Rawway, I was at that gym out there, which the New York <laughs> Sports Club did not charge me. I tried to pay, and uh, they just let me in both times. And uh, I don't anticipate them being there in a year. Yeah, me but, neither. Uh, and those barbells there are very rusty. Mm-hmm. Everything there is rusty. Uh, but wash your hands after working out. Uh, which this week, I go into the men's bath. I, this is pretty funny. I told you I... I was working out and I had to shit really bad mm-hmm. and uh, because I'm a human being. And I go running in there and there's a woman working just mopping the floors right by the stalls. And uh, I just went right into the sauna because I didn't want to go. Like, you know when you know it's going to be loud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this was going to be loud. There was, there was, and I just didn't want to deal with it. But could, I was couldn't you have just turned around? Because you sent me a picture from the sauna of this lady cleaning. Couldn't you have just turned around and like... I would think being in the sauna was hot and like, I I know, but it, nobody was in there and I I felt comfortable because I had to go bad, Pat. Okay, I felt comfortable being in there close to the stalls in case something <laughs> like where and like that. And if I had to just throw the pants down and run in, but like I'm just sitting at what this woman. I thought she would leave after mopping. She started cleaning the sinks and I'm just staring at her and I'm in the sauna just sweating like crazy. And I was just like, this is so miserable. And I had to wait for her to leave. So <laughs> true story, guys. All right. <laughs> so let's move on. Some right. questions, right? Or Yeah, yeah, questions. Hit me up with some questions, Pat. All right. Let's do a rapid fire style. We'll try to keep them going so we get to our main event with a little bit of energy. Bear Stout. Barrett Stout on Twitter. I got a question. I always wanted to know how WWE did the ambulance spot and money in the bank with you and Cena. Thanks. Just, they had the 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 deal of the top of the ambulance pre-cut. Okay. Where the door, when you hit it, it um, pops open downwards. They mm. had it where the door, and they were just, you could only see it from the top, the lines of the cutout. But I remember when uh, John dropped me on that, my elbow actually hit the part of it that was not cut out. Mm. And which, it, that, 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 that's not blaming John on that by any means. <laughs> that was just one of those things, and that, that could have very well, I mean, I, I went through it, exactly how I was supposed to, but, um, things like that happen all the time. So it was, I remember my elbow was blown up for like two weeks after that, but it, it was, uh, yeah, it was everything padding and everything under there. It was, it was a smooth ride. I was, as soon as he picked me up, I was like, match is fucking over. I can't wait to see what I made for this. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, I white on Twitter. I got a question. Are meal replacement in a can any good? Um, I, so I don't know a hundred percent. I always remember reading when I was younger protein that is RTDs ready to drinks, pre-made protein Yeah, that it kind of goes bad over time or that the protein isn't as, as effective. I don't know if that's a myth or not. I would rather just drink powder straight up and drink it fresh. I think anything, I think, I think we could all agree. Fresh food is always better than, than food that has been sitting around for a while. So hmm. uh, I always kind of apply that to protein shakes too. And that's the same thing, even mixing powder. I mix powder and drink it, you know, within an hour. I don't leave it for, for three days in the refrigerator or anything like that because of protein can denature and everything like that. It's just not, stay away from that. It's, uh, I think there's better options than RTDs. Okay, follow-up question. Fish, chicken, beef, turkey, which is the best protein source? They all sound good. Um <laughs> It depends on on your on your caloric needs and and uh, protein is protein. They all contain the essential protein that you need. It, uh, the the differences in all those is the fat content. So it depends on your metabolism, your your goals, your needs, and all that. 
Um, typically, fishes and, and chicken tend to be leaner uh, unless you have a very, very lean cut of meat. But a lot of us need, especially on a keto diet, you need fats. So I would, I would tend to go with the fattier ones at times and the leaner ones at different times. So, From Jay Silverman on Twitter, what's the benefits of walking on a treadmill backwards or doing the Stairmaster facing backwards? Hey, look at me. <laughs> Everybody, it? hey, guys, I'm working out. <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm filming IG videos. Um, I don't know. I've never really, uh, there are, there is things to doing like athletic shuffles and drills and all that, but I would rather do that on the ground personally than a treadmill. Yeah. But everybody, everybody's different. I don't, I see people doing it all the time and it's just, they're doing, that's what they're doing. I don't, um, I don't know what I, I, I guess maybe for coordination and things like that. I mean, running backwards and all that, like that definitely is not easy. So if you were like to do that at a high enough difficulty, that would be, I just think there's other things that are more effective for better conditioning because I don't know when you're ever going to be doing that in something in an event unless you're doing a fucking backwards run in a wrestling ring to do a fucking goddamn back roll. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I don't know. From Jay Reezy Min on Twitter. I got a question. When will we see Ryback and Cody Rhodes in the ring together? Well, we've done pictures together many times over the past year. Um, does he mean fighting? Uh, maybe he mean. I, I think so. I think he means uh, fighting. Well, when that happens, <laughs> Pat Buck is going to kill himself. So it's not because it's probably going to happen at a Russell Pro event. No, I don't know. I don't. We've been in the ring many, many times. I don't think either of us give a shit about being in the ring with each other. <laughs> I love. I know, like I love Cody. He's and I. He's a million dollar fucking man. But like, I don't think he fucking <laughs> like we. We're not. We don't care about like. We've wrestled each other to death in WWE live events, and and we know we could have a great match. But damn it, neither of us is fucking losing at this point. So fuck. <laughs> I don't think any promoter wants to deal with that goddamn headache. Uh, from He Bon on Twitter, what's the weirdest thing that someone had you autograph? Uh, I autograph a tit very early on in my career when I was red hot as a babyface in the in the New York territory. Uh, is this Skip a woman- Strawberry or Ryback? No, Ryback. Okay. <laughs> By the way, Skip Strawberry. I still love that. I wish somebody, damn it, somebody in NXT, please, I'm begging you, take the Strawberry name. Whoever takes the Strawberry name, fucking main eventer. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> strawberry. It has main event written all over it. Just a giant goddamn strawberry on the Titantron with little legs and a body and your face on it. Fuck. If I was a kid, I fucking, I like you. Girls will like you. Guys will like you. Strawberry. Every fucking kid knows what a strawberry is. I'm telling you. It's not, that, that is how you get over in wrestling. <laughs> it's true. It's not, it, it is, no, there, there's but, something uh, to that. Yeah. Uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. I just went off on a tangent. Uh, what was uh, the weirdest thing? You had someone autograph. Yeah. And it was in, it was in uh, I believe it was in San Antonio uh, or Houston, one or the other. It was at a little bar. And, uh, we, we were all out one night and, uh, this woman with a very busty, um, upper body came over and, and had me signed, yeah, signed feed me more right on the tit. And, uh, I was very happy about that from, uh, our follow-up act. No, Jay Sacken on Twitter. I took the pre-workout called NO explode and felt very jittery. Does wake up have any, uh, of these effects? It all depends. Um, there is caffeine in it. If you're caffeine sensitive, uh, again, that's why we always say, like, start with half a scoop and assess your tolerance. And even though the ingredients are natural, 
things like ginseng and the B vitamins and the yohimbine that if you take more than what your body is accustomed to taking, it can make you, you you'll have a shit ton of energy, but it can make you almost uh, a little shaky if you're sensitive. People that aren't sensitive to those things have no problems. They love it. Um, but everybody is different. So that's why we always say start with half a scoop and kind of just work your way up from that and do a little more the next day, a little more until, okay, three quarters of a scoop is my happy zone. Uh, or one scoop is what I feel great on. You got to remember in the, in, in the world of, of, of supplements and, and being in, in business, you can't win everybody's approval and everybody has different tolerances. I This was stuff that I created that worked extremely well for me. And we put that out there and the feedback is overwhelmingly the majority of people love it. So, but as again, if there's something and you take half a scoop and it's too much, do a quarter of a scoop and see, you will find the happy zone that does work for you. You just got to experiment with it. Follow-up question. Well, actually franchise kicks, excuse me, my eyes are going. I've been looking forward to the fat burner estimated time when this comes out. I'm uh, I'm very frustrated right now. I was supposed to have my labels on Monday and I just got an email. I've been emailing them all week. The lady, the tracking shows it coming Monday, never came so that I could approve this thing. And uh, I just got a a message today, which I got to call her or leave a a text right after this podcast that she's out of town. And I said, great, cool for the company that was supposed to uh, send it. I said, "Uh, you told me it was already shipped and uh, it hasn't been shipped. So I don't, I got to get the label to prove it. And then they put them on the bottles and then they ship them to me and then they go online. So they'll be available on feedmemore.com before Amazon, just because I got to ship all the inventory to Amazon. So from hopefully in due to a week and a half, like I'm, I'm fucking banging my head against the wall too on this from super kick junkie on Twitter. I got a question. Pat BCW just canceled their show on Saturday as a promoter yourself. Why do these events like this collapse so close to showtime? I saw that events. And they had a lot of talent. I think they had Van Dam and James Storm and Moose, and they had a lot of other t- so much talent. Way too. What place was this? It was called BCW. Uh, I don't know what that stands for, but to me, it's budget. It's one hundred percent budget. It's the fear of not many tickets being sold or not enough to cover what you put into it, and that's why. That's the main reason why is that they don't. A lot of people rely on the gate, and they're not willing to take the hit or see what's going to walk through the door. And that's why it happens. They just go, oh, something happened. Or, you know, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but that's that's why shows canceled. Or a lot of times, too, if you see a poster with a lot of names on it, you know, give the, if, if you go there once, give them a fair shake, you know, probably things will work out. But I know a lot of promoters that will put many names on a show, and you may notice that maybe one to maybe two, maybe even three may not show up. It's, it's, it's a way of false advertising. Like, oh, something happened with travel. No, they'll cancel that talent. They'll figure out a way to yeah. we- weasel out of it and just get you there so you're just happy enough to see, you know, whoever else they booked. That happens all the fucking time. And it's they, get, they get that person's fans, whether it's 30, 40, 100 people, 200 people, and then they just essentially make money on that by because those people stay for the other people. Oh well, there's these guys here. I'll just stay because yeah. more people they come out there. They're going to stay. I've I've caught on to that very well. It's it's shit, but that's uh, that's what happens. From uh, follow Nick Worms. Usually fat people do that. I feel like <laughs> nothing against fat people. No, I know what you're talking about. Follow Nick Corms on Twitter for both of you. What is the weirdest thing either one of you have witnessed while being professional wrestlers? 
Oof. trying to think about this. What did you have anything? Because I have one thing that just popped into my head that I was going to talk about on some other topic with somebody. On Colt, Colt, I love Colt Cabana talking to him, and we we actually talked about this back at the podcast thing, not on his show, which I'm coming up on, but uh, backstage the other day. Do you have anything though? I, I would need time to think about it. I probably have some really weird shit, but uh, I can't think of it off the bat. So, so the one thing that pops into my head is when I was working the shield on the three on one things and they were the, the three guys were getting the upper hand time and time again on the one guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when, if you go back and watch that point in my career when everything was great and then it kind of like slowly, like what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. I was asking myself those same questions. And I just remember one day it was after a live event in the showers and it was just, I was on one end and the three shield guys on the other end showering. And it was just really, really weird. And I was joking with Colt Cabana. They all have their own shower heads. Like everybody, everybody's just showing, because we did the main event. Everybody else was gone. And I'm just in there. We're all, and I'm just like fucking, what the fuck is going on? And these three guys showering together. I'm fucking going, like, what the fuck is going on? And, and the story, the way I told Colt, it was just funny. I, was like, I go, I just imagine them all using the same goddamn shower head, <laughs> taking turn, and me over there on the opposite ends, like, and just fucking one of those weird things. I go, for whatever reason, that one moment stuck out in my head. Like, just, that's all I remember during that period, <laughs> is them in the shower on one end and me on the other, and it's weird as shit. But every wrestler has one weird thing they remember. That's what I remember. Fuck. So I can't, I don't know that that's all I got. I'm not even going to try to top that. So that's going to conclude. That really is. We're out of questions and that concludes our question segment. All right. We'll take another break and come back with our main event. Fake fighting, shoot fights, but not fake fighting, fake or shooting right <laughs> after this. Do you enjoy a crisp, refreshing soft drink, but hate choosing between the empty calories and the artificial sweeteners? Well, now you don't have to, thanks to Zevia. With Zevia, you don't have to worry about any potential harmful side effects since they have no caramel coloring and use the natural plant-based sweetener, Stevia. Zevia offers 14 different flavors of soda, four flavors of sparkling wine, and four different energy drinks. That gives you a ton of safer and delicious options for you to enjoy. It's the safest soft drink on the market made with ingredients you'd find in your own kitchen. There's nothing artificial in any of their products, and there isn't any calories either. It's a miracle. Now, Zevia is giving our fans a chance to try it yourselves for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just head over to Zevia.com backslash podcast and sign up. They'll mail you a coupon to try a free six-pack just like that. Go to Zevia.com slash podcast now and get your free Zevia. Enjoy the show. The following advertisement has been paid for by the big guy Ryback. Are you hungry? You know I'm so hungry, big guy. Hey, Mark. What brings you here? So I'm just here to hang out with my all-time favorite superstar of all time. What brings you here? Well, I'm doing a paid advertisement for Feed Me More Nutrition. Available at FeedMeMore.com. Big guy, that is music to my ears. Do you tell the people about your ISO-hungry grass-fed whey protein isolate, the best-tasting protein on the market, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, the strongest pre-workout on the market, and the big guy, all-natural testosterone booster, my personal fave. Big guy, you're on to something with this Feed Me More Nutrition. It is some top-quality stuff. Well, thank you, Mark. It is. Feed Me More Nutrition, premium quality, the highest quality supplements on the market today. Available now at FeedMeMore.com. But wait, there's more. 
just for being a listener of Conversation with the Big Guy, you can now save 10%. That's right. Save 10% at FeedMeMore.com on all Feed Me More merchandise and apparel and Feed Me More nutrition with discount code PODCAST10. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1-0. PODCAST10. Thank you, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment is your main event of the podcast. All right, we're back, and it's now time for our main events. And I don't know how to pronounce our main event, so why don't you lay it on us again? Fake fighting. Shoot fights. But not fake fighting. Faker shooting. All right. That's also the name of this episode, but I don't, I, again, I'm, I'm not even going to try to do that. So basically, we thought about this. What, what would happen in this, you know, world of fake fighters? But if they really fought, we're trying to, we're trying to pick winners here. You'll go, you'll go, I'll go. We'll find opponents for them. And then we're, we're just going to leave it up to you listeners who would win in these real fights. We want your feedback. And then maybe an overall who has a stronger, more badass team. It would be Team yeah. Buck or Team Ryback. So we'll put that poll up. But with the, these individual matchups, we want you guys to really think hard about and, uh, and, and tweet us at Buck Never Stops and at Ryback22 or at CWTBG with your thoughts on these individual matchups of fake fighting, shoot fights, but not fake fighting, fake or shooting. <laughs> do you want right. to go first or do I go first? Or I, I'm going to give you the honors. I want to see who you pick first so I can kind of go by my list of names and. Uh, we could strategically, I'm trying to win these individual matchups. Okay. I'm going to go, since I mentioned it before for match of the week, I'm going to go with a Billy Robinson right here. Uh, there's a real, real catch, uh, you know, catch as catch can wrestler. I've watched so many Billy Robinson videos on real catch wrestling, his pro matches. He could, re- his knowledge and his skill, man, uh, he's on my team. So I don't know if you have an opponent for Billy Robinson. All right, since you went old school, I'm going to go the only guy on my list that isn't current. I'm going with Ken, Sham- Sh- Ken Shamrock again. You Billy consider Robinson. Ken Shamrock old school? Well, I mean, I'll, my list is all current guys. Got so it. I, yeah, yeah, but he was the only one not current. So if we're going Billy Robinson, he's the closest to him. And uh, with his background, I'm very confident in Ken Shamrock. I think Billy Robinson has him on the wrestling part, but I don't know about the striking, so... First matchup's going to be Billy Robinson versus Ken Shamrock. All right. I like that one. I'm excited. I would love to see that. Yeah. Different scenarios, like a video game. Like this one is uh, like you just put them like in a back alley. You just say they come in like every every fight is in a different. Where would you like to see this fight take place? No, let's go with the back alley. No people for this one. Just, you know, a dumpster and uh, a couple couple of cats eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's just Billy, good old Billy. And all these guys, is this in their prime, right? So it's a prime Billy Robinson. In their prime, person. yeah. At their toughest, yeah. Not, not at their oldest. You got it at their, in their prime. I know most people probably side with Ken Shamrock just being, you know, ultimate fighter credentials. But Billy was before Which, that. I don't if you're know, listening, man. you should. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Match all right. number two. I, I, I should, I guess, go first on this one, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Mark Henry, just a big, strong fucking guy. He can just fucking strangle you if he needs to. What do you got against that? Mark Henry, all right. You got to be very I... careful on this because he's just, he's so goddamn strong. He is, and if oh, he, he grabs you, it's over. 
He just gets his hands on you. That's all you got to think. He could break just any. He doesn't even need to know. He doesn't need any technical shit. Just squeeze your neck with his bare hands. He's crushed a level four Captain's a Crush gripper. If you know anything about Captain's a Crush, his hands are fucking strong. All right. Mark Henry's opponent. I'm going to put him against Bam Bam Bigelow. Really? Yeah. Bam Bam uh, apparently was, was known to be a kind of a tough guy former New Jersey bouncer. I think uh, Bam Bam would match up pretty well against uh, Mark Henry. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I would pay to watch that. <laughs> Just, yeah, where, see them beat the shit out of each other. Where where do we watch them fight at? Do we have a do we have a, a location for this? I think in a bar. Maybe yeah. a, like a Tuesday night at a bar, like not too packed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. At what What's his... Uh, Tim White's bar the, in Rhode oh, Island. The Friendly Tap. Yeah, I would like to see this take place at the Friendly Tap. And uh, maybe Mark just comes in to get a meal and uh, say hi to Tim White. And Bam Bam's in there having too many drinks. He has a few ladies around him and, and things get out of hand. That's how I picture this going down. All right. Mark Henry Mark. versus Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm, <clears throat> you have me sold on two matches so far. <laughs> <laughs> Let me eliminate some guys from the list because I had Shamrock on my list as well. All right. I'm going to go with another old one, Harley Race. Known for his toughness. Apparently legendary stories about Harley Race. The man beat death, by the way. He did. In his prime. I'm uh, looking at my list and I have some guys I think that would uh, take him out in his prime, but I'm saving them for because uh, I think I'm going to need them later on. And uh, I got a guy who's very familiar with Harley Race, Bray Wyatt, who uh, has an amateur background, a uh, football background. And he's a big-bodied guy. He has the weight on his side. I think he outweighs Harley. He does, prime. but Harley's got the reach, though, I think. Yeah, but yeah, Bray, he could do that backwards thing. Um. <laughs> Scare him away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm go- I got Bray Wyatt. I'm taking Bray all the way. Nah, I, got, just, I think I think this is a layup. I think I think the King Harley. I, uh, where's uh, the Harley's from St. Louis? I would like to see this take place on a uh, St. Pete Beach. On a beach, <laughs> yeah. Bray's in Florida. I would like to in his hometown somewhere on a beach. That's where I want this to take place. A nighttime beach, moons out. Night, just nice night, cool night. Keep Bray cool, and uh, mm. I think that gives him his best shot at taking ho- out old the king. What a card. Third match of the evening, Harley Race versus Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> this is retarded. This is so funny. Is, I love it. This is my favorite thing we've ever done, by the way. <laughs> I, I like us choosing the locations on the fly here. <laughs> this would be a great video game. Play all these people, but it, it's like obscure locations. Hinkles, hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my did uh my turn to go? Yeah. All right, I'm going with uh going with Big Show. Well, oh, guy that that size, I I think you have trouble taking him down in his prime and, and agile and, and healthy. He's again, he's he, the strength and um obviously I would like him a little gassed up too just to be have that extra strength, but uh Oh, so we're prime. not we're not testing in a and in, in the name of this contest, the fake real. Well, well, they did it during his prime, so I feel like you can't because it was in his prime. They didn't test, so. Okay, okay, yeah. 
Uh, I think I'm going to knock out Big Show with, I think, what my greatest pick is, and arguably the toughest man ever in wrestling, Haku. Is that the real deal? Is that is that been confirmed? We've heard it time and time again. Apparently, in in multiple situations, I've I've heard it from. I heard it from who did I hear from recently? Oh no, that was a couple years ago. That was Arn. Arn was saying, if this business was real, Haku would still be world champion. (laughs) Man, you've you've never heard anybody discredit it. Never. Where never, which is really really odd as far as just. Adding to that, like the, it, it's very, it seems quite legitimate since nobody has like, oh, I, those guys are all bullshitting because nobody's ever said that. And I've or heard nobody, that at least publicly. There's a couple, I won't say it here, but there are a lot of, I'm sure you've heard too about guys that are quote tough that the boys have been like, yeah, that's, that's full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. My proudest moment is Haku would sport a Ryback shirt from FCW when he would come to the shows occasionally, I was good friends with uh, at the time with Donnie Marlowe, his son. Mm-hmm, sure, and uh, I always was really, really proud of that. That this <laughs> tough guy was wearing Ryback. He just said Ryback on it. That was it. The Ryback Terminator shirt, and uh, he always wore. Why it do proudly. you have that? You just gave it to him, or tough recognizes tough, Pat. <laughs> he bought it. He's like, I need this. No, I gave it to him, but he fucking <laughs> tough recognizes tough asshole. This is just the thing. I wear his shirt all the time. Um, fuck, I don't know who. God damn. You're going to make me go with my heavy hitters here to take out fucking Haku. Big Show versus... Well, no, it's Big Show versus Haku. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. We already got that. Fuck, that's... Man, all right, location-wise... I'm thinking um, jungle. (laughs) Jungle thing? Yeah, jungle. I don't want a bar. I don't want Haku drunk because I feel like that makes him tougher. Uh, Because all his stories all seem to be with a bar. (laughs) God damn. Yeah, yeah, jungle. Jungle's cool with me. Big Show has a chance. There he can maybe fucking maybe a rattlesnake or a snake bites Haku in the middle <laughs> of the battle and and slowly fatigues him and uh, oof I don't know who I would feel comfortable putting up against Haku but so where are we going with uh, how many matches do you think we got out of this eight because we're at four already yeah we're gonna do eight matchups I feel like is our our magic number for tonight so we're at intermission right now we got Billy Robinson versus Ken Shamrock at the friendly tap. Mark Henry versus Bam Bam Bigelow in a back alley. Harley Race versus Bray Wyatt on the beach at nighttime. <laughs> that might be my favorite. Because <laughs> you picture it. Fuck. Yeah. And you picture, you picture them, them walking too. Out. Yeah, in gimmick all the way. <laughs> That's what I, this is why I wanted to do this, just to do the creative aspect of this. Uh, and the verbiage they'll have before they fight. I don't know. Uh, just somebody filming on their phone for YouTube. And finally, Big Show versus Haku in the jungle. <laughs> All right. Hit me with your next guy. All right. My next guy, as I, as I, as I narrow down this list, um, I'm going to go. Huh. All right. Here's a good one. Uh, stories of his toughness or people apparently said he's a real tough guy. Also see him in a match beat the shit out of Lex Luger, which was entertaining. Uh, six foot eight, three hundred pounds, Bruiser Brody. All right. Since we're gonna go, you're going with a big bodied guy. I'm gonna throw a, a current big bodied guy at you. I don't know how he would do against him, but he has the momentum of of the of, of fake fighting on his side. Braun Strowman. Okay. I want that since that was I was saving that for a special guy, 
and I think this might be the matchup. <laughs> I have a really good location. <laughs> I, I do too on this. What would we, I was going to say a mud pit for some reason. I don't know why. That's, I was thinking like a fun house with all the mirrors. Like Perfect. I'm, I'm way better. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Clowns all around. Fuck it. That, all right. Yeah, fun house. Braun Strowman versus Bruder Bro- Bruiser Brody in a fun in a fun house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, guys, this is what it's come to. Oh man, your pick, you're up. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and throw the, the my my big gun at you right now before you take him, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah, I, I was a matter of time before one of us threw him on there. So. We're going take, in pro- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, take them out. Oh, I have two choices here, and I'll explain them. Okay. Uh, you know, there's always a fighter's chance. So this guy, if he did connect, it would be over for Brock Lesnar. But there's someone else in this list who I think ah, might be... I think I know where you're going with this. More of a, an appealing matchup. So I was contemplating, I'm not going to go with Bark Gun. I was going to go for that old left hook. I am going to go with Kurt Angle. I might have stolen someone off your list, haven't I? No. Oh, I, okay. I wasn't expect. I, I actually had completely overlooked Kurt altogether, which I can't believe I did. In their prime, um, Lesnar versus Angle. I don't know, man. So, so I'm going to counter this with you, the location. I would like to see this take place at a, at a fun, at a, at a, at a, like a wet and wild fun park. Like a splish splash? Yeah. Like in their trunks where water, they're slippery. I swear to God, I was thinking pool too. I kept thinking. I don't know why. Just Brock's Abel and the kids, Kurt and the kids, everybody there. What'd you say, motherfucker? You heard what I said, you piece of shit. They fucking go at it. Fucking, they just both got out of the fucking lazy river, fucking slipping off each other's bodies. Wrestling's not going to work so well. They got to come to blows. I want to watch that fight, eating my popcorn fucking, just getting a tan outside. Oh, man. <laughs> Lesnar versus Angle, Splish Splash, Pool, wet, Lazy River. Wet, wi- at wet Wild. Wet Wild. Wet Wild Adventure. <laughs> this is my favorite episode now just because of this cut. It's so fucking ridiculous. Oh, man. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I'm having so much fun right now. This is... <laughs> I, I have a smile on my face because I've pictured all of this. It just... Just so fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you're next. Go ahead. A lot of my names kind of, I think I I came out too strong too early. My, uh, I won't say they're not interesting, but they are, but I had all big guys or muscled guys. And I got my two guys that are now, uh, one of them's of, of good stature. The other is a little smaller. So, okay. So mine, Kind of is, but kind of isn't. He might not be the biggest guy height-wise, but we've heard stories of his, t- his toughness. The legendary story of him uh, beating the shit out of Vader in his flip-flops is uh, my next pick, and that's uh, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Oh, wow. All right, I'm going to go with a guy who uh, grew up and uh, in wrestling, and uh, he's been around the business his whole life. His brother was on the list. And I know he's a badass himself. You wouldn't necessarily know it by everything on TV and sometimes how he dresses on TV. Hmm. Uh, but he always, 
he always goes all out. He's one of the greatest human beings I know. And um, Bo Dallas, who is a legitimate amateur background, he respects the game. He is a badass fucking dude. I've said it before. And uh, he's one of the guys you would want on your side on a bar fight. And uh, I think he might have what it takes to go back in time and take this fight on. Paul Orndorff versus Bo Dallas. Where, where do we put this, this contest? I would like to see this take place at one of Miz's movie premieres at a, at a red carpet. Okay. And uh, Paul's there. WWE brings him in. And Bo's with Miz. And something happens on that red carpet. Where Paul, but Paul's in his prime, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I would like to see because you never see any fights on the red carpet, have you? No, not really. I, I, I would like to see. Any. That's that's where people need to fucking fight on that red carpet. You got, you have all the attention of the world right there. Fucking go at it, guys! Free publicity right there, all the way. <laughs> all right, Paul Orndorff versus Bo Dallas. Random fight right there. All right, the last one. Let me let me find my. Strong, or I think you pick first. I do, and I'm kind of... So this guy, he's undefeated on his uh, fights that have been acknowledged through the internet. Huh. He's a current-day superstar. He's, on the, he's, only the, he's the smallest guy I picked, but I know him, and he's a tough little bastard. And uh, he's just a Mexican that likes to fight. Sin Cara. Sin Cara. This Sin Cara, the modern-day Sin Cara, Hunico. Okay. Not the other one. The Hunico. The thug. Little fucking thug. My last pick. Who could fight Sin Cara? He doesn't give a shit. I already know the location. All right. I'm going to go obscure with this because I, I did hear. I heard this story and I'm like, this guy has to be on the list. You know, Andre the Giant, obviously. I'm not putting him on there. It's on Andre. But Andre. Oh, I was a little worried <laughs> on just the size difference because I would have went with size on that. Well. All right. And you know, Andre kind of did whatever the fuck he wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and because probably he could beat the shit out of most people, and because name value too, he control. He was the head guy. He was the fucking person. He had, polit- he had political power too. He had even even when Hogan was at his thing, Andre still had influence always. However, yeah. Apparently, there was one person who stepped to him because Andre called him a name once. I think he, I've heard this. He challenged Andre to fight, and Andre back down and not only back down the rumor is that he apologized to him because of this but he called him out in front of everybody like let's let's go right now and uh it's bad news brown i've heard this story actually that's a uh, man do you think he apologized too though because he realized he was wrong in what he said because he kind of stepped i think so i would think and, so and that's what a leader does kind of is when they're wrong. You know what? I was wrong. I messed up. And yeah. Because fighting him would not have done any good, even if he beat him or didn't beat Like, it just kind of, he saved face right there by doing the only thing he should have done. It seemed like Andre was miserable and, and treated a lot of people badly, but at the same time, in other oh, points. Duh. Yeah. I mean. It's, I mean, it's, it comes with the territory. It also seemed like he was also a, like a, a leader and like very deep at moments. You hear all the stories. It's fascinating. Yeah. Absolutely. Where is this location? Uh, you got it? Oh, it's. I mean, <laughs> Bad News Brown is a big guy. He is. I, you're and making me regret the one time I choose a small guy, you throw a fucking big guy at me. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I want this taking place in fucking Tijuana. That's where I want this taking place. Oh, so uh, you want you want the home home court advantage? You know what? No, no, no. I take I take it back. Guadalajara. Guadalajara? No, Guadalajara. 
know how to pronounce it, asshole. I've, <laughs> I have no idea what <laughs> Part of Somewhere. Mexico. That's that's where Hunico grew up. I Guadalajara. How does this fight happen? There's a storyline. Uh, yeah. Bad news. Brown goes down, shoots across the border. Back in the day, needs to pick up some gas for the boys. <laughs> there and, we go. Uh, Hunico's fucking working uh, at his mom and pop shop, uh, taco burrito shop, and uh, fucking. They uh, something goes down. I don't know. I don't know how. I'm, can you add to this? I, I was thinking. I was. I was trying to put the time pieces together. Hunico uh, just likes to fight. He doesn't even need a reason. Fuck it. Sincari just sees him walking down the street. Fuck that big guy. I'm going to beat his ass. That's right. what he. Th- that's what he's thinking. And the fight goes down on the streets of Wadahara. And uh, I'm going to Sincari still. He's that little fucker will find a way. And I'm going to go with Bad News Brown. The only man right. to make Andre shaking his boots. So reviewing the card. Go ahead. I was going to say, so my list and you give your list and we'll go ahead and close the show out. Brock Lesnar, Ken Shamrock, Braun Strowman, Big Show, Mark Henry, Sin Cara, Bray Wyatt, Bo Dallas. And my Team list, Ryback. Team Buck, is Billy Robinson, Bam Bam Bigelow, Harley Race, Haku, Bruiser Brody, Kurt Angle, Paul Orndorff, and Bad News Brown. Let's just review this card because it's just funny to say. First match, Robinson versus Shamrock at the Friendly Tap. Second match, Mark Henry versus Bam Bam Bigelow in a back alley. Third, third match, Harley Race versus Bray Wyatt. Beach at nighttime. Fourth match, Big Show versus Haku in the jungle. Fifth match, Bruiser Brody versus Braun Strowman in a mirrored funhouse. Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle at the Wet n Wild Adventure possibly the lazy river seven paul ordor for spo dallas at a red carpet Miz moving premiere and finally sin cara versus bad news brown somewhere where steroids are sold in mexico that is uh that concludes this, oh. this main events that might be my favorite main event we've ever done <laughs> oh well. anything you want to close out with pat Thanks for thanks everybody for listening to this nonsense. Thanks to Gary and Mike for the news. Uh, I'm Buck Never Stops across all platforms. I'm at Ryback22 on Twitter, the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram, Ryback247 on Snapchat. Thank you guys for listening. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. <laughs>